FifthNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminac. Oh, what's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I hope this shit is working. Oh, is it? Yes, I believe it is. Oh, my God. Welcome to the show. I don't even remember the goddamn intro. Uh, it's been so long. Holy shit. Uh, welcome in. I got to make sure all the tech is right. It's been that long. We've had uh, multiple, multiple power outages since uh, I've done a show last. So, uh... I don't even remember how to do this, if I'm being honest. I don't I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, I got to make sure my sound is working. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Good. Sound is good. What's up? I think I closed the chat already. That was a stupid mistake. That's, that's my bad. Uh, hey. How you been? Did you miss me? Because, God damn, I miss you guys so much. I miss doing this show so much, uh, especially given the circumstances as to uh, what I was doing instead. Uh, that really sucked. So uh, happy to be here. Welcome. Um, this is episode number 674. Uh, yeah, shit, I lost it. Yeah, I think it's 674 uh, of Barry on Deck. Let me tweet the. Okay, good. The tweet went out. We're good. Holy shit. We're doing it. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right. Got the socials up. Chad is ready. Hold on. Yeah. Your boy. I thought, you know, I could just come on here and, uh, you know, dr- drink, uh, drink my Diet Coke. Nah, fuck that. I was like, you know, we used to drink during this show. We don't do that much anymore. We do shots. But I was like, you know what? Today, shut up, Alex. Alex said, bear your headphones are backwards. Kiss my ass. Uh, today, we drink beer. Uh, a much needed, much deserved beer. So uh, cheers one and all. Mm. So delicious. So nutritious. Um, I, I, I got to be honest with you. I was nervous. I was downright nervous uh, to do this because, um, one, I didn't know if anybody would come back, if I'm being honest. I was like, you know what? It's been so long. I understand they've moved on. Uh, you know, it's like, a, it's like a lover maybe that you haven't seen in years. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you're your long distance relationship and you work in um, DC and she works at the North pole. I don't know. Maybe you're fucking an elf. I have no idea, but like, you know, and it's a long distance. And then you're like, man, it's been so long. Am I even going to want this person better yet? Is this person going to want me? So I had really no expectations of numbers today or 
anyone even showing up. It didn't, you know, it was just, it was good to be back and clicking the go live button. That was the, the main thing. And the rest Heck will yeah. take care of itself or not. It'll fall into place uh, or not. But here we are. And what is this? Oh, shit. Did I screw that up? I probably did. Damn it. I think I'm missing a slide. No! How many do we have? One, two, three, four, five. Yes, one is missing. Son of a bitch. I got it, though. I'm going to handle it. That's no worries. Um, so, yeah. Here's the deal. This is a sports and entertainment show. And uh, we're going to get into what we can. Um, but I'll tell you this. Over the last, the last time we did a show, uh, the last time we did a show was what? June. You believe that? Last time we did a show was June 29th. And then we took off for 4th of July weekend. I didn't do a show that Monday for 3rd of July uh, because Nora was off. And I was like, ah, we'll just regroup on the 5th. And even then, going that Friday, going from June 30th to July 5th was like, wow, this is a long time to do not do a show. This feels weird. Had my birthday Thank or you. Nora's birthday, our anniversary, my the passing, uh, the anniversary of the passing of my uh, my foster brother, all that shit. Plus Fourth of July, it was just a lot, you know. I was like, okay, well, we'll get back to it on the fifth, and the fifth is when my dad um, went into ICU. Uh, actually, he went into the hospital the night of July fourth. Total underscore Dallas. <laughs> That did not take long. It's good to see we've all hit our stride. We're all back rowing in the same direction. Uh, didn't take long at all. I know we got a hype train. I got to get to that. Uh, I'm just trying to explain to you guys uh, what we're doing and where we're at and why we've been gone so long. And I'm going to get into details uh, as well. But also forgive me if I'm not looking at you. Uh, I'm missing a slide and it's an important slide because we have a whole shit ton of birthdays to get done today. Like, oh, I mean like a, a crap load, which if you don't know what a crap load is, it's like three stone. What do they do? Like nine, nine stone, seven, whatever. I don't know. Nine and one half stone. That's about what a crap load is. <clears throat> um, but I'm trying to get one, uh, birthday slide that for some reason did not download uh, and we can't forget this dude very important anyways uh they checked my dad into the hospital july 4th night and by oh gosh i don't know 8 a.m maybe july 5th oh no probably about 11 a.m maybe noon uh july 5th uh he was in the icu and not only did he go into the ICU, uh, they eventually had him uh, on life support for 36 hours. Um, and he remained in ICU until this past Friday. So he was there from the 4th until the 14th. And um, that was a long 10 days. It was, um, yeah. It was basically 10 days spent um, at the hospital. Uh, I would get there about 8 in the morning. I would leave at about, 
Uh, 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, just depending on the day and who was there and all that, what doctors were supposed to show up. But it was, uh, part of it was just being vigil. Part of it was being with the family and part of it was trying to help as best I could. So that's why the long absence, uh, for this show is what it is. We were, the last show was the 29th, supposed to come back on the 5th, pops at the ICU. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, as if it wasn't bad enough, AT&T and the devil don't want me to win because we were supposed to do a show yesterday. And those assholes decided to literally have an outage, an entire whole ass internet outage. Um yesterday at about i don't know one o'clock ish so i was kind of pissed about that too and um yeah the devil is real and he don't want me to win so we're gonna get into it i'm gonna tell you the whole story obviously i have a shit ton to talk about now i said all that to tell you this and i promise you i'm gonna get to all of these resubs and hype trains we are fucking level four oh my god i'm gonna be so drunk today holy shit i'm gonna be pressure washing my driveway shit housed we got birthdays. Oh, my God. This is going to be insane. All right. Uh, oh, my God. You guys are holy fuck shit. Um, sorry. Excuse the language. Shot for every birthday missed. BRB. No, CC. I, you don't understand. There's like six freaking birthdays. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I would be laid the hell out. But I do have to make the slides for the birthday. So y'all ignore me while I don't look at you. Uh, I promise Heck everything yeah. is fine. I'm just finishing up my slide work. I didn't want to go live super late because then you can be like, well, <laughs> I guess everything is back to normal. He's late. <laughs> so I tried to start at what, 205-ish? <laughs> Anyways, um, the, what I was going to tell you guys is that um, the last, oh, shit, I don't know, even back to July 4th, I didn't really watch much sports that weekend. Because the anniversary and wife's birthday and everything. Uh, your boy hasn't watched sports. Like, I mean, not. I, I take that back. Yesterday and the day before, I watched a Summer League Rockets game. So I watched the Summer League Championship last night. Don't ask me why. Don't. don't I, why? I don't. Because I'm a glutton for punishment. I don't know why. Uh, but your boy has not watched um, any sports whatsoever. Since all of this started with my dad, so uh, you'll have to forgive me if I don't have a ton of hot takes and uh, super up-to-date references. Now, I will say, I will say the good news is this is the dog days of summer. This is the uh, worst time of year for sports. So, you know, I didn't miss a ton. I mean, I missed some Astros shit in the bed here and there. Uh, a bunch of crybaby shit, but I missed some Summer League and some Astros. So I'm not really tore up about it. Why? That, that, that light is like super bright. I need to. I don't even remember how to fix the damn light. Is it? Oh, my God. That made it brighter. Oh, that's too dark. The shit's not adjusting like it should. Oh, well. I'll deal with it. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to be honest with you. Not a ton of, of sports commentary to be had uh, today. I'm going to try to do my best, my level best to catch up. Um, I mean, we have some sports, but uh, again, it's not going to be. Not, not that you guys are like, oh, my God, if Barry doesn't give me a sports take. Because I know y'all, uh, you, you, you undervalue 
You undervalue my sports takes and sports knowledge. I will say that. It's, uh, it's an undervalued asset of mine. And I get it, though. I get it. I get it. When you're blessed with looks like this, how can anyone take your sports takes serious when you're so handsome and so fit? Don't look down. Don't, don't look at my man titties. Don't, we don't need to look at those. We don't need to look at those. You just, you just let me have this moment. See. All right. I have been waiting to do this uh, for hella long. Okay. Sorry. I'm still making slides. Shit. I've been waiting to do this for a hella long time. And I'm super excited because now it is time for the chat. If you're new to the program and don't know what that is, that, my friends, is the shout out to the chat. Uh, it is where I say hello to you guys, the folks that make this show possible. God damn, we're at a level five hype train. Okay. And now I got to show my titties again. This is not good. This is not good. All right, let's get to the chat first. Then we'll get to this amazing hype train and uh, we'll roll into the show and we'll try to get some normalcy back in our lives. All right. But I will say I, uh, I'm a tad, I'm a skosh behind in my chat. So I'll look over here first. I know Alan Denson and Heartthrob are in very, very early. So shout out to Alan Denson and Heartthrob. We'll just say they were co-deckheads. Uh, um, uh, was it? What the hell did I say? Greatest deckheads in the history of the world for the next three hours. And then it's just back to old regular ass heartthrob and now. Speaking of Alan Denson, buddy, I hope you're doing well, my friend. I hope you're healing up properly. Um, and I hope that's going well. Make sure you listen to your wife and caretakers. Okay. Uh, anyways, in the chat, I see Alex Villanueva was in here early. Jesus, what's up, pimp? Jesus is in. Uh, Jeff Bell, the slow white Bronco. How are you, buddy? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. John Dory, what's up, up, up to you, my friends? Are we really back? Yes. We're really back, buddy. We're really doing it. I'm so excited. Uh, who else is here? John Dory, T-Mac. What's up, Mr. McCown? Sitting on the corner doing dope. I oh, don't think we're not doing that today. Uh, we're 100% sitting on the corner and doing some dope today, my friend. But thank you for the reminder just in case I forgot. Chewy, what's up, Chewy? Good to see you, buddy. Joe, my pal, Joe Hernandez. Thank you for the welcome back, my friend. It's good to be here. Uh, who else? John Dory, Alex, uh, let's see, Joe, and then the hype train started. What's up, Terrence? Good to see you, my friend. Terrence J in the Heck building. Yeah. Uh, Alex Villanueva, Dallas Hater, 69. I like <laughs> Hey, speaking of, Total Dallas is in the building. How are you, Total Dallas? Thank you for being here. Uh, T-Mag, who else? Uh, AJV, what's up, Aaron J. Bryant? Good to see you, my friend. Um... I'm trying to weed through CC. How are you, sweetie? I hope you're well. Thank you for being here. Hello, CC. Um, wait, I think I missed it. Duh. I'm probably going to miss somebody. And I apologize. Hey, what's up, Hugh Dab? Good to see you. Real, real. How are you, Lisa? Hi, sweetie. Oh, there she is. My sweet, sweet Donna. Hi, Donna. How are you? Thank you for being here. Um, let's see. Hey, what's up, the real Jay Monkey? I figured it would be a stop. Uh, I figured I would stop in for the return of the greatest show in the history of the internet. Ah, oh, you're the best, man. Thank you, Jamal. Uh, much appreciated, buddy. Uh, who else? Hey, what's up, Flip? Good to see you. Uh, Steven Luther in the building. Hello, my friend. What's up, Flip? Tony the Handsome, how are you? All right, now I can switch back over. We're caught up. 
Uh, let's see. Alex was telling me my headphones were backwards. Um, who am I missing? Potch, what's up, man? It's so good. Uh, it's so good when it hits your lips. That's true. I didn't know what that meant at first. I was like, what is he? Is he talking about sucking pee-pee? What's he? Hey, what's up? Speaking of pee-pee dubs, what's up, pee-pee dubs? Knock the dust off. Yeah. I did. I had to sit down. I was like, I had to clean off the microphone. Like, none of my shit worked. Um, the PC had to reboot like seven times because it didn't have the updates. It was crazy. Good thing I started a little early. Uh, what's up, Mark G? Good to see you, buddy. My credit card didn't forget about you. <laughs> Thank you, you dab. Thank you so much. Uh, who else we got in the chat over here? Hey, what's up, Ian? Good to see my buddy, Ian. Hey, Cisco, my dude. Uh, Cisco said, I've been tapping my veins ready to mainline today show. Suck it up, buddy. Suck it in. No, that don't. No, that's not. Uh, don't do that. Uh, let's go. Just get BOD back. Let's just get BOD back. There you go. Ian, Jared Taylor, what's up, man? Jared, how are you, buddy? Uh, thank you again for your generosity over the uh, unforeseen break. That was very kind of you, my friend. I really do appreciate that. Um, who else? Who else? B. Hannon in the building. What's up? I'm running out of breath. This is how little I have talked. Uh, I am running out of breath. Mimi, what's up? Memesters is in. Dr. Drail 290 is in. Let's go. Heartthrob E3, what's up? Sean Hate Stuff is here, ready to hate on some shit. He said, World Cup starts this week. Why you got to ruin the show? Why you got to ruin the show with your World Cup bullshit? Uh, let's see. This time of year reminds me of COVID when it comes to pro sport. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true, uh, Justin. Oh, uh, let's see who else we got. DJ Maddie, what is up, my friend? Uh, DJ Maddie said, "Did you hear that? It's World Listening Day." I like that you do world and not national. That's pretty cool. Uh, who else we got in there? Dre Potch, man, what's up, Christopher Mina? <laughs> test, test. Is this a rerun? No, sir. Live and in living color, my friend. Live and in living color. I know Potch. I gotta get the nipple out Ugh, the worst no one wants to see that uh let's see what is this um uh who am i missing god damn it i know i'm missing somebody i know i'm missing somebody i'm trying to hurry you guys because i know this is kind of annoying too let's see i think i got everybody i think we're good we're all caught up hey what's up Celio? i almost missed Celio. good to see you buddy thank you for being here Amos, what is up? I vote show your tits be moved to level 15. Nah, bitch. You know what? Just because you said it. How about that? Huh? Huh? How about that? Yeah. Cash my titties outside. How about that? Cash my titties outside. How about that? Uh, Hugh Dab said, you know me well, man. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's it. I'm all caught up with the chat. Now, let's, let's wrap a taste. Uh, well, first, I got to go through and thank you guys for this hype train. Holy fuck shit. That's insane. Stop cursing like that, Barry. We had a level five hype train. Level five. So we got to see. I'm out of I'm out of practice. I don't know where my my other one is. I got it. John Dory. What's up, John Dory? said, please, for the love of God, no boobies. I think you just said that because you wanted more boobies is what I think. Uh. <laughs> just as I just threw my beads in my phone. That's what's up. All right. Shot time. Uh, we have one, two, three. We have six birthdays that either we missed or are catch us up to today. 
and I am damned if I'm doing a shot for every one of those. It's one shot for all the birthdays. But we are doing this shot for this level five hype train that we just finished. You guys are amazing, and I love you, and I thank you, and I appreciate you. Most of all, most of all, thank you for coming back. I am not going to lie. I was worried sick. I was worried to death. I was like, eh, eh. I'd be lucky to get 10 people. It's been that long. You guys are amazing. I love you to death. Cheers, deckheads. Thank you so much. Uh. Mm. Ah, shock! Shockadopolis in the building. What's up, pimp? All right. Let me go through and thank you guys for your generosity. And then we'll get to the story of my dad and uh, what happened and why. Because then we need to have a talk man to man. And man to woman or man boobs to woman. I don't know. Um, all right. Try to catch up here. By the way, while I was gone, it appears uh, Herzog dead son now. Followed me. Uh, thank you for the follow. Killian Music gave me a shout out. Thank you for that. That was 12 days ago. Since a Bullrog gave me a shout out to their 36 viewers eight days ago. Thank you for that. Alan Denson followed the show eight days ago. Thank you, Alan Denson, for the follow. Alan Denson resubscribed for 17 months. That is amazing. Thank you, buddy. Total Dallas just resubscribed for 17 months. He said, good day, uh, good people. Let's keep this win streak going. Pops Laminac, keep getting stronger. Oh, boy. Uh, by the way, probably might be some tears uh, talking about Pops. So bear with me on that, all right? Uh, John Dory, thank you for the resub, buddy. 16 months. Let's fucking go. Uh, Hugh Dab has been subscribed now for four months. Thank you, Hugh Dab. The hype train was underway. CC. CC resubscribe for 16 months. Our baby is almost potty trained. Does it take that long? See, I'm so glad I didn't have kids, man. Fuck them kids. Uh, Alan Denson with the 200 bits. Thank you. CZ with 100 bits. Thank you. Now with 100 bits. Thank you. Joel resubscribe for 16 months. Potch resubscribe for 17. Thank you, Potch. Uh, I'm going to move this over here because I, I, I feel like I'm not looking at the camera enough. Again, super out of practice. Uh, all right, what else? Uh, Nasty Nate resubscribed for 17 months. Thank you, buddy. Uh, oh, my God, Lisa! Guys, Lisa sent in a 1,000 bits. Lisa, thank you so much, sweetie. Thank you. Uh, Donna with the 50 bitties. Thank you, my sweet, sweet Donna. Uh, Sean resubscribed for 16 months. Jaren resubscribed for 17 months. <laughs> Uh, Jerry with the 92 bits is all I have for the next five minutes. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Heartthrob, thank you for the resub. 17 months. Catfish. Catfish said, welcome back. Hope Pops is getting and continues to get better. Thank you for that. 11 months for uh, Catfish resubscribing. Thank you for that. Dubs. Baby Dubs with 300 bits. Mimi with 300 bits and the resub for 17. You guys, Jesus, I don't deserve you. Dre, thank you. Uh, 12 months, he just resubscribed. Jared Taylor gifted a one-month sub to Alex Villanueva. Man, thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. Again, we're drinking beer today. Cheers. Mm. Unfreaking believable, deckheads. Unbelievable. Um, and I, I, I would be remiss if I did not say thank you to everybody um, that during the time that I was gone, 
was sending over uh, thankful Thursdays. And um, in the case of Jared Taylor, he sent in a Franklin Friday and he sent a hundred bucks just to, just to say uh, good luck to my pops and well wishes and to support me in the show. And man, I, I tell you what, I appreciate that so much. So um, thank you all. Uh, let's see. Jeez. All the way back to, um, gosh, July 6th, Sylvia with a $5 thankful Thursday, Donna with a $10 thankful Thursday, Donna again, uh, the following Thursday with a $10 thankful Thursday, truck driver Pookie sent in a $10 thankful Thursday and said, hope your pops gets well soon. Sylvia sent in a $10 thankful Thursday on a Friday. Jen sent in a $10 thankful Thursday on a Friday. Jared, Alex Villanueva, um, just unbelievable, man. Unbelievably blessed to have you guys. Uh, thank you all so much. Um, so let's talk about what happened. Let's talk about what caused this long, uh, sad break uh, from Barry on deck. So I, I, this is a two-part conversation. One, it's just telling you what happened with my dad and, and, and all the things that went on. But it's also a conversation I think I need to have just man to man. I think us men, um, there's a problem that us men have that we need to address. And it's taking care of yourself. But first, hey, Jen, good to see you, sweetie. Y'all be quiet. The boss is here. Everyone chill the fuck out, okay? Everyone act right. The boss is here. By the way, I have a new alert for follows. I'm hoping uh, somebody follows the show soon. If you're listening right now and you're not following, do me a solid. Just... Just hit follow. You can unfollow later. I don't give a shit. But if you're not following, you don't need to unfollow and follow again. But if you're not following the show right now, uh, do me a favor. Hit follow. And that would be dope. I think most people here are following already. Uh, but we'll see. It's it's a new uh, Twitch has new alerts. And so I'm going to I'm testing it out before I kind of roll it out uh, the new system. So we're going to see if that works. Hopefully we'll get a follow today at some point now. So what happened to my dad? Well, um, he got a UTI, which urinary tract infection is what that is. And I'll be honest with you. I thought that was something only chicks got. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. They told me my dad had a UTI and I was like, oh my God, is he not cleaning his vagina? What is that about? Well, apparently anyone can get a urinary tract infection. But what pops didn't do was get it taken care of, all right? What Pops didn't do was go to a doctor in a timely manner and have it looked at. Um, And what happened was his UTI spiraled out of control and turned into a, a bacteria, which got into his bloodstream. If you don't know what sepsis is, look it up. It's not good. People his age, he's turned 79, August 26. People his age, a lot of times, would die of sepsis. Um, so there's being septic or in se- having sepsis. And then there's septic shock, which is not, not shockadopolis shock, but sept- septic shock. Uh, and he was, when he went into the hospital, he was in septic shock because of the UTI uh, and the bacteria in the UTI, which got into his bloodstream. Well, when that happens, what that does is it attacks your vital organs. So, yay, it attacked his lungs and he got double pneumonia and then it attacked his kidneys. And basically when they finally, so he was not feeling well, they kind of self-diagnosed it as a UTI at home and he went and got some, 
meds for it from the doctor. You know, they just sent it in and he didn't go see anybody. He just kind of, they got lucky guessing that it was a UTI and got some antibiotics. But he wasn't feeling well and he started coughing and that's when the pneumonia was developing and um, he just wasn't taking care of himself and he wouldn't go to the doctor. And so my little sister, bless her heart, I love her to death, my little sister finally called him and said, I didn't know this was going on. I don't, I mean, I don't talk to my dad on a daily basis. I love my dad. We're, we're, we're close, but we're, I don't talk to him every day. I maybe see him, you know, I maybe talk to him once every three, four, five weeks, go see him once every other month. It's just, you know, we got, we both have lives to live, but thankfully my little sister is a lot more involved with them on a daily basis. She's my half sister. So, you know, it's a long story. Anyways, uh, she called him and said, listen, if you don't go to the go right now to the hospital, I'm going to call 911. And this is what it took to get him to finally go get some medical help. So he shows up at the ER and they're like, oh, no, you, you, you've got to go to Methodist. So they send him to Methodist Hospital at Willowbrook. They check him in. They diagnose him with a UTI septic shock double pneumonia, and kidney failure. All from a UTI that he didn't get taken care of. So just, you know, just having, just having double pneumonia as, you know, is terrible enough for, especially for people his age. But kidney failure and septic shock was like, holy shit. So he gets into the hospital. Um, he basically has two pretty bad uh, moments while he's there within the first 12 hours of being checked in. One was at 5 a.m. They checked him in at about midnight. Uh, at about 5 a.m., they bring in, like, they, I don't know what they call it. It was some sort of alert, right? Like something bad was happening. So they all go in, and um, and they're like, okay, they stabilize him. But he can't breathe because of the double pneumonia. And then 11 o'clock, it happens again, and they're like, you have to go to the ICU. So they send him to the ICU. He can't breathe whatsoever. They, they have him on oxygen, um, and it's basically not working. And so they basically told my dad and my stepmom, we have to intubate you and put you on a ventilator or you're going to die. And it's your choice. You don't have to do this, but if you don't do this, you will die. And so my dad was like, well, I don't want to die, so let's do it. So... They, they, they basically put him out, they intubate him, and then they put him on the ventilator and the breathing machine, and now it's doing the breathing for him. Um, and that lasts for several hours with no improvement, and they had basically said, the doctors told us that um, during, hey, B. thank you for the resub, buddy. <laughs> Very much appreciate it. I don't know why it didn't fire off, but I appreciate the resub, man. That's weird. Um, so they uh, they basically learned during COVID that for patients who can't breathe, that if you roll them over and put them on their stomach, and um, what's it called? They they oh, there's a term for it. But they roll him over and put him on their, they put him on their stomach, and that kind of uh, opens up the airways and and allows the body to breathe easier. So they're like, "We're gonna have to do this to your dad." Um, but in order to do that, we have to paralyze him. And I was like, "Holy shit! What? 
as if everything wasn't bad enough. They're like, we're going to, it's, it's temporary, but it's still a scary thing. So now he's in a medically induced coma. He's uh, on an, on a ventilator. And now they're like, we have to paralyze him because we're going to roll him over and we're going to leave him that way for 18 hours. And then we're going to roll him back for six to eight and see how that goes. And if all goes well, we can bring him out and get him off the ventilator. Um, so we're like, okay, so he's under anesthesia and, you know, he's out. Like when I showed up at the hospital, he was already out. Uh, he wasn't rolled over yet. He was on his back, but he was uh, already, he had already been intubated, which just basically means they put the, the tube in your throat to breathe for you uh, down into your lungs. And, um, and yeah, and they put him on the ventilator and, and sidebar at one point during all this, you know, I'm hearing the word, the term intubate, intubation, being intubated and ventilator. And, and, and that's one way to hear it, right? You're like, I was like, okay, that, that all makes sense. That's just helping him breathe. What I didn't realize is that that's life support. That's like de- keeping him alive. And I, I did that, that never clicked. I don't, I didn't know that. And, um, my, the nurse at one point we were, they, they, we were talking and she goes, well, you know, um, all things considered, you know, for, for being on life support, he, 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 it looks like he has a chance. And when she said life support, I was like, fuck that hit different. You know what I mean? Like that's when I realized I could lose my dad. Uh, thank you, Lisa. I love you, boo boo. Thank you so much for being here. Um, but when she said, you know, before it was like, okay, well he just needs to get some air and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now he's paralyzed. Okay. That's fine. They, they can fix all that. Oh, medically induced coma. No problem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Kidney failure. But it, it didn't, it didn't dawn on me how serious it was until I heard those words. And when she's like, you know, all things considered and the fact that he's on life support, it looks like he might have a chance to survive. And I was just like, what the fuck? That, that one, that one, that's when it really dawned on me just how serious this was. So, like I said, he spent probably, I mean, I said 36. It might have been 26 to 30 hours um, on life support, on the ventilator, intubated and all that. Now, what's the crazy is um, they were, uh, they were, so the nurse, we had this nurse and she was amazing. Oh my God, I loved her so much. She was very abrupt, very to the point. Matter of fact, it felt rude at first, but then you realize that, She's an ICU nurse and she has a job to do and that's to save my dad's life. And she ain't got time for bullshit and pleasantries and trying to make us feel better. And I loved her to death. She was amazing. We, we all loved her and she loved my dad. She was, I mean, they were just, they were so nice. Her and another nurse both said, um, we're going to take it. And, and they didn't even talk to each other, but she was like, uh, the fir- very first nurse that saw him was like, I'm going to take care of your dad like he's my dad, which was super awesome. And then this other nurse, I want to say her name. I don't know if she, but her name is Tisha. And she works at the ICU at Methodist Willowbrook. And oh, she was amazing. Um, And she just, the way she took care of my dad and the way that she um, helped him. Man, you know, it. it she, she was amazing. So, um, 
But she said, so in order to flip him over, in order to uh, put him on his stomach so that we can give him a chance, his body a chance to kind of catch up and be able to breathe without the, the ventilator. Um, she was like, you know, we've got to paralyze. Well, in order to paralyze him, um, he, we have to sedate him. Uh, but, um, you know, we, we, we don't want to, you know, we, it, it, you know he's got to be 100% sedated. Well, she was getting ready to do the drugs that paralyzing, put it in there. We were not, we were all out in the lobby. And, um, yeah, it, you're right, Justin. It, it was and still is heavy. Um, but in order to do it, um, she was like, you know, we got to make sure he's out. Because what we don't want, and could you imagine this? She said what we don't want is for him to be paralyzed on his stomach on a breathing machine, on a ventilator, and wake up. That, that would be just absolute living hell. So she, uh, she said, okay, so we're all out in the lobby waiting for this to happen and to get the word that, okay, he's officially under, flipped over, uh, and this is our last hope. If this doesn't work, then we have to talk about bringing him back and um, what his chances are of survival. And so she comes out into the lobby, and she's like, well, I, I, we were unable to put him out and paralyze him and flip him over. We were like, oh, fuck, why? And she said, because he woke up. We were like, what? So he's intubated and on the ventilator and supposedly out under, you know, anesthesia. And he woke up when she was getting ready to do the paralyzing medicine. And there's this thing that monitors it and it had slid off because he was sweating so much from the fever, from the sepsis. And I was like, holy fuck. And she was like, yeah, so... Now we've got to redo the uh, anesthesia, make sure that he really is out because that was my fear is that he would have woken up while paralyzed. And I was like, oh, fuck, thank God he woke up now. So long story short, they get him. They finally get him sedated, uh, flipped over, paralyzed. Uh, and they, the reason they I asked, why do you all have to paralyze him is like, well, they don't want him moving because there's all kind of shit attached to him. And if he has like a, if the body involuntarily jerks or something happens, um, it could cause more damage. So he stays like that for 18 hours and then they're testing his lung capacity. And I think they keep him on there for a few more hours. They finally flip him over. He's on his back. They leave him there for another eight hours. So I think we're like 28 hours in. And then they're like, all right, we're going to take him off and see how he does. So they take him off the ventilator. Um, they extubate him is what they call it. Um, they um, put him on an oxygen mask and they slowly try to wake him up. Now, the scary thing is when all this is happening, I'm not there yet. And my stepmom is the only one there. And she said this was early in the morning. This is, I don't even remember what day. To be honest with you, all the days ran together. But my stepmom said she was walking, getting ready to walk into the room. And the nurse comes out and says, um, my stepmom says she's standing. Because, oh, by the way, uh, we had to be in complete um, PPE. So I had to have a mask on. We had to have gloves on and a gown on because the bacteria that he had 
was some like E. coli or some shit like it was some it was it was a really dangerous bacteria that they were scared could spread to us. So they were like, yeah, you got to you got to basically glove up and he's in isolation. Um, so it was that bad that, you know, if one of us got it. So there was like that made it even worse being there every day and all that shit was hot. But my stepmom said she was outside the room kind of gloving up, putting the mask on, putting the gown on. And she heard my dad gurgling. And she said her heart just sunk and she thought he's dying. He's he this didn't work and he's dying. And she was like, fuck all this stuff. And she was getting ready to walk in the room and a nurse pops out and says, who are you? And she's like, I'm his wife. And she goes, I need you to go wait in the lobby for five to 10 minutes and I'll come get you. So then I get a text that says, I don't know what's happening, but you need to get here quick. Uh, I tried to get in the room and your dad was making gurgling noises. I don't know if he's going to make it. And I'm freaking the fuck out because I'm already kind of getting ready to leave. So now I'm just hauling ass. I get there straight to the room, straight to the room, just straight up and then boom, boom, boom. And I walk in the room and my dad's sitting up. And he's got a mask on that's breathing for, you know, pumping oxygen into him, but he's alert. I was like, what the fuck? What happened? And I'm crying like I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm about to lose my dad. I don't you know, I wasn't ready for this. Not that you ever are ready for it, but even going through all this, I just wasn't prepared. This was all so sudden and so fast. And uh, I just uh, I walk in the room and he's sitting up. And I was like, what the fuck would happen to the girl? Not that I'm like, well, he should be sick. But I was like, I went from, you know, getting the call. He might not make it. You need to get here is gurgling noises to him sitting up. Well, come to find out, um, the, uh, the, um, what's it called? The, they were taking all the stuff out. That's what she heard was they were taking the, the ventilator tubes out and all this other shit. And she didn't know that. And no one told her. So I was like, well, yeah, that would have been fucking great information to have. And so then at that point, um, it's a wait and see game. And I want to say, I don't have a calendar in front of me. I want to say they, let's see. So they put him, yeah, they had him on the, I want to say they woke him up maybe on the, was it the 6th or the 7th? I don't know. Uh, It might've been the 7th. Anyways, whatever day that was, it was like two or three days afterwards. He's been awake ever since. Um, the good news is, is at this point, the sepsis is gone. His kidney function has been restored. They're in good shape. So he's no longer in kidney failure. Um, but the double pneumonia is so bad that he still can't. I mean, it's like if you've ever seen anybody with emphysema, that's what it's like. Like he can't move without his oxygen levels plummeting. Uh, I mean, it's just, and, and so ever since then, it's just been forever just to get him for the first three days, he had to stay on this big oxygen mask. And then for like, though they took the finally got, were able to get it, get his lungs repaired enough to where he was on a big nose thing, like real fat one. 
which was like a, a bigger machine. And now he's on the smallest oxygen machine they have, which is a real small, just two little tubes in the nose. Um, but they, you know, they can't get him past that. He's, he's been on that for quite a few days now. Um, they're trying to slowly turn down how much oxygen they're giving him to get him to breathe on his own. And it's just, it's not happening. And so now I think we're kind of faced with the reality of, um, he just, he may be on oxygen the rest of his life. The pneumonia may have done some irreparable damage to his lungs. But I, I tell you what I learned, I learned several things. One I learned, and I kind of knew this already, but my dad is a fighter. Um, and I learned that I have a ton of people, um, that are super gracious with their support and kindness. And so if you reached out, if you messaged me, uh, if you texted, if you sent me a message on discord or uh, social media, or you called, um, or you sent a thankful Thursday or you sent whatever, I just, I just, I want you all to know how much I appreciated that. It, and it really helps. Um, just to know that, you know, people that, that you have support from people, uh, in a time like that. So thank you all. Some of y'all were amazing, um, and super kind. And it's funny because, um, he would probably get upset if I said this, honest to God, no one, no one called or reached out to me more than Dustin Sims. You guys might remember we had Dustin Sims on the show, but I had a show I was supposed to do for Dustin on the seventh that I had to cancel the first time <laughs> he said my allergies are acting. Yeah, my bad, my bad heels. I'm a crier buddy. Um, especially at times like this. Um, but I was supposed to do his show on the seventh in, in Alabama and I had to cancel that. And that's the first show that I think I've canceled in 10 years of doing comedy. And I felt awful. And he was the one that was like, bro, do not come out here, be with your family. And I was like, well, as long as he's not an ICU and I know he's going to live, I'll come. And he was like, absolutely not. He was insistent that I canceled, so I did. Um, so, uh, but Dustin literally checked in with me more. It was amazing. And I had, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not ranking friendships and support, but it's weird sometimes who you hear from in a moment like that and who, you know, who reaches out and, and, and also, you know, who doesn't, but none of that mattered or matters. It was just amazing uh, and surprising um that he literally would check in with me like just about every other day he'd be like how's it going how's your dad uh, is everything okay so but a lot of you did tons of you did and i'm super grateful and appreciative for that um and real quick i just saw something here wallace said i understand how you're feeling b during the same time my sister has been diagnosed with brain cancer i'm praying for y'all buddy i am so so sorry to hear that wallace that is um that is just tragically sad news and um man i hope i hope for the best for you your sister uh and your family because i trust me i know how difficult that that can be uh to go through so all my best to you and the family and i i would say i'm a pray for them but that's y'all a lot of y'all know me i'm i'm not a very religious person um but i it's not like i'm gonna be like don't pray for me certainly not uh, I, in fact, I appreciate the prayers and, and the, uh, the support. Um, but I am, um, I am, they are in my thoughts and, you know, I don't pray. I, I guess I do. I talk to the universe. That's kind of the same thing. Um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been an insane, um, 
a 13 days, 14 days. It's been an insane 13 days. Uh, I was up there this morning. Um, and you know, he is, he's gotten to the point where when he first he's, he's lost, first of all, he's lost like almost 30 pounds cause he doesn't move hardly. Um, but it was to the point where he couldn't raise, he could use his right arm. He couldn't get his right arm to his face. So if his face itched, he couldn't scratch it. He would have to have somebody do it. His left arm, he couldn't even use it hardly. It was just, he was so weak. But I walked in this morning and he's shaving himself with both hands. And I thought, holy shit. I've never been so happy to see a man shaving himself. It was just like those little wins when you're in a situation like this. He he got up. This is going to sound ridiculous. But he got up to uh, with a walker, with the assistance of a walker. Uh, to go use the restroom instead of doing it in bed. And I thought, well, one, as a man, and I know how stubborn and independent he is, that had to feel comforting to be able to do that. Um, And he can't do it every time. But just to be able to do that, uh, just to be able to brush his teeth on his own, to, to use his phone, to check his... I mean, like, those little things mean so much right now. Um but he's just got such a long way to go. It's, it's scary. It's scary. But you know what? It looks like, knock on wood, God, I hate to jinx it, but it looks like more than anything, he's going to live. We just don't know in what state. So um, I'm blessed to have him alive. And, uh, again, I, I thank all of you for not just for reaching out and for your, your support and your generosity, but also for coming back to the show after all this time. I, I really do uh, appreciate that uh, more than you'll know. So thank you. Um, Rudy Rod, what's up, man? Rudy Rod said, thank you for helping me get back from Florida with the website that you use. Oh, dope, dude. I'm glad it worked. Really, I am. I'm glad it worked. That's uh, yeah, it's a good app. It's a really good app. So, um, all right. So we're going to, uh, let's do birthdays. We're going to have one more talk. It's three o'clock. What the hell? That was weird. Uh, it's three o'clock, but we got a shit ton to do. We can start with uh, our sports headlines, and then we're going to do some birthdays. Uh, and then we're going to have a discussion man to man and man to woman. All right. Uh, but let's start with our headlines for the day. All right. Sports headlines for the day. Miles Bridges had a, uh, come to Jesus meeting with the press, I guess, had an, and apologized for the pain that he caused uh, dating back to his domestic violence investigation last year. If you'll recall, uh, Bridges pleaded no contest to domestic violence charges uh, when he was accused of assaulting the mother of his children. And uh, he sat out the year, uh, or he was basically kicked out of the league for a year, and he said he spent that year in therapy, uh, trying to become a better man and a better human being. Um, and restore some normalcy to his family. And, um, he, you know, he, he apologized. And, and what, what I was relieved to see, because oftentimes when you see these apologies from athletes and celebrities and other people in the public eye, when something like this, like a domestic violence case happens, usually the way they apologize is, I let my team down, I let the fans down. No, uh, how about you just apologize? You don't know none of these people in apology. The, the person you owe the apology to is is the person that you assaulted and your family. And in the case of Miles Bridges, uh, that's who he said, I, you know, I apologize. 
but and most of all to my family. So that was good to see. That was uh, that was good to see. So he signed a one year deal with the Hornets. So he will be back. He will be playing. I think it's like a seven eight million dollar deal. Uh, so Miles Bridges back with the Hornets uh, for the upcoming season. MLB has taken over the Diamondbacks broadcasts. Um, the, the company that was doing them, I forget the name of them, but they have already backed out of the Padres regional uh, broadcast of games. And they went and filed uh, bankruptcy proceedings to get out of having to carry the Diamondbacks. And that was approved by the courts. So MLB stepped in just like they did for the Padres. And now Diamondback games are being broadcasted by the MLB on MLB.com and MLB Network. And so they have them set up there. There's no blackout restrictions. Uh, And then they're doing some cable stuff too. expect folks expect to hear a lot more of this. We talked about this a month ago, maybe when all this, when the rumblings that this was coming uh, came down the pipe, but uh, expect more of this. In fact, bring it in Astros fans. Expect that it's possible. This could be what happens to your Houston Astros. I know. I know. It's very possible though. These, these regional sports networks, RSNs as us media types like to say, (laughs) Oh, my but these RSNs are um, not making enough money. And so they're just filing bankruptcy and getting the fuck out. And so MLB's having to take over so that they can keep airing these games. So, uh, yeah, what's up, Eric? Good to see you, buddy. Total Dallas said, that's BS. I get blackouts when I'm paying. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's different. That's the MLB app and not your local. Um, if you had Fubo, I think you get them because Bally Sports has Rangers games. So, um, Stephen Weatherguy said, don't you take away our blummer? Yeah, I do love me some blummer. Uh, he's good. Uh, Dre said, man, did I kill the chat? No, I think it was just the story. Bummed everybody out. Uh, Heels said, sorry, I see this is more serious than I thought. Oh, yeah, Heels, you missed the beginning of it. Yeah, my dad was on, uh, life support and everything else. It was bad. So, it's okay. No harm, no foul. Um... (laughs) Uh, that was at ESPN was an awful Sunday night. Uh, was that Astros again? Didn't watch. Couldn't watch. Um, didn't even care to watch, to be honest with you. So, yeah, there's always a way to watch. That is true, Alex. If you want to break the law. I don't do that. It's terrible. Yeah, Dre eyes on the road. Uh, <laughs> Dre said, say prayers and God and chat goes silent. No, buddy. That was not you at all. I see. I see messages after you said that. No, 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 not at all. Um, so yeah, MLB taking over the Diamondbacks who, by the way, Diamondbacks are really good this year. Padres, not as much, but, um, yeah, pretty crazy. Aaron Donald is, uh, has gotten the top Madden rating for a record seventh time. I believe I read, hold on. I have the story here. I believe I read, uh, let's see. It says, hold on. I don't know why I'm talking like a fifties news anchor. News breaking. See dames down at the dock. Say they won't work for five cents anymore. They want six. I don't know. Uh, Aaron Donald made history. 32-year-old has been part of the 99 club for the past seven editions of the game, starting with Madden 18, (coughs) sharing the title 
that year with Brady and Von Miller. Last time Donald was in a 99 was Madden 17 when he was a 98. Just give the man the 99. What are you doing? Uh, it was. Uh, it also was the year 2016. The Rams relocated back to L.A. from St. Louis. Donald's made the Pro Bowl every year. Blah blah blah. Uh, Donald has been the Associated Press Associated Press Defensive Player of the Year three times during his run in the '99 Club. Also, the strongest player in the video game. The only player with a 99 strength rating. Do you think Aaron Donald is the strongest player in football? See, I I don't think that. I don't believe that. I don't know if that's true. But I don't, I don't think he is. Manning had been to the 99 club every year from Madden 06 through Madden 11 before dropping to a 98 for Madden 12. That's so stupid. Are the Madden rankings out yet? Because I know every year if that's out, they must all be out, right? Is that right? Uh, Madden ratings release. Madden 24 ratings tracker. That's from the Sporting News. Madden 24 ratings release date schedule. This was two days ago. Madden 24 release dates. Aha. Uh-huh. Let's see if Daddy remembers how to do this, right? Let's see if I remember how to put um, web browsers onto the screen. He did it! <laughs> There we go. Madden NFL ratings release dates Monday, July 17th through Sunday, July 23rd. Well, shit. All right. So wide receivers was yesterday. <laughs> Alex Villanueva said Davis Mills is a nine. Not a 99, just a nine. Ooh, Steven Weatherguy said Mills rating over under 63. I'm going to go over. 63.1. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll take the over. Um, let's see. Oh shit, Eric. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chewy said Boo on the MLB getting to air the Diamondback games. Not a fan of said decision. I don't know why. <sighs> why? Um, Justin said I need to know how to break the law to watch the Texans in the Denver market. Oh, easy. You just hop on the Discord, and I'm sure someone will share that with you. Um, let's see. Oh, he also said my legitimately my parents are headed back to Antarctica in January. And I'm just over here wondering how much is going to be left once they finish traveling. I don't know. Probably that does not looking good. Uh, Eric said like a year ago, my mom was in life support. Also, it was tough as fuck, but I hope everything is going well. Fuck, man. Uh, thank you for that, Eric. Yeah, it is. Uh, as you know, then that shit is. Tough, uh, real tough. I couldn't imagine seeing my mom on that. It's tough enough seeing your dad. Um, Total said we going to the game next week. Or uh, Dre said we going to the game next week. Yes, Sunday night was bad. You got to wear Astros gear. Oh, hell. <laughs> Rangers coming to town Monday, Total Dallas. You have permission to go. Davis Mills, let's see. Mills rating coming out next year. Ha <laughs> ha! I don't know why I hit that. I don't. I need to get new sound effects. Is watching the Texans really worth breaking the law, Justin? Yeah, breaking the law, breaking the law. Mills, uh, Mills is probably a sixty-nine. I like no. He's probably not. Yeah, we will get you some links, uh, Justin. Also, there's a whole subreddit to getting out of market games. Yeah, duh, duh, duh. All right. Uh, <laughs> 
Donna said TD is being relentless. That's what he does. That's what he does. Hey, what's up, Bleed Blue? Bleed Blue's a yo, dude. Uh, doing any gigs soon? I got tickets to a favorite comedian, but uh, both Houston and in Baton Rouge. Nice. Who, who's your favorite comedian? I need to know, man. What's up, Reyes? Good to see you, buddy. Oh, Reyes just resubscribed. 16 months. Let's go. Uh, all right, but here's when, here's all the positional ratings for Madden when they come out. Mm, July 17 is the wide receiver, so those are already out. Uh, July 18 was edge rushers. That was today. Tomorrow is running backs. The 20th is cornerbacks, and the 21st is quarterbacks. So there you go, and I guess this is where they're breaking them. How will ratings be revealed? Get up was at um, oh get up reveals one of the top fire players in the game. Oh Jesus, player versus players uh, revealing of top ten players at the position. Madden comes out August eighteenth. Um, yeah, that's uh, I hadn't played Madden in forever to be honest with you. It was never my jam. I loved college. Um, NCAA college football way more. The gameplay was way better than Madden, and I always feel like it has. Uh, has been. So, just never. Eh, eh, eh. Not my thing. Uh, Please Blue says Craig Ferguson. Nice, dude. Craig Ferguson is hilarious. Hilarious. So, that's dope, man. Good for you. I got, I don't know. I have a, I'm doing a benefit show, or I shouldn't say a benefit show, but a charity show. Uh oh, I'm doing a charity show this weekend, the 22nd. It's um, I don't know. It's like, it's supposed to be a show where you bring your dog. Like all the comics are bringing their dogs and performing with their dog on stage. And I told the dude, I was like, um, uh, Broseph, I have cats. I have two cats, and I'm not bringing them sons of bitches. They're crazy. All them dogs. So what I'm gonna do? The he goes, okay. So the plan is, I'm gonna get a stuffed animal. And take it, and then just, it, for those of you that ever watched Martin, and you remember the New Jack City episode, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be up there. I'm going to be dressed in all black, and then I'm going to have this dog that's stuffed, and just be all, <laughs> just for no reason, just randomly during my set, I'll be telling him, you know. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> sit, sit, sit. No. Bad dog. Sorry, guys. I'm just literally going to do that the whole set. They're going to get sick of it. They're going to hate it. Um, Bleed Blue said, is that venue out in Katy? Think you have talked about it before, the open air. Uh, no, this is literally called House Party. It's in some dude's house. It's the craziest shit. I, 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 whatever. It's for a good cause. So I got that coming up, and then the following week, I'm at Hop Scholar. So Deckheads, those of you that like and, and, and enjoy coming to the Hop Scholar show, we got one July 29th. Um, I don't have a link. Uh, where's my link? I think you can go to, let's see, HTTPS. Bit.ly forward slash hoptix 0723. See if that works. Uh, that should take you to the uh, tickets. Yes. Did it work, sir? Yes, sir, it worked. Tishon Shannon is the headliner. That's the guy that um, spent 13 years writing for Saturday Night Live, won Emmys. 
and the feature is Andy Huggins. It's a killer show. So if you haven't been to a hop show, you need to go. This one is going to be bananas. Uh, Tishon is amazing. You probably saw, if for, for those of you that came to the Roast of Houston Sports, the Houston Improv, Tishon was on that show. So uh, me and Robert will be there. Yes. Thank you, Reyes. Uh, Donna, what day is Katie's birthday? It's this. No, no, it's the 29th. Yeah, it's the 29th, which oh, that means I got the slide wrong. Oh, well. I don't know why we have it. Is that the party? That must be her party and not her actual birthday. Because we have a different date under the very own deck thing. Oh, Jen said, no, you didn't. Oh, okay. That was just when the party is. Got it. Um, Amos said, Martin said he improvised that part because they wouldn't get him a real dog. And you know what, uh, Amos, if you go back and watch that episode, and for all of you, all of you that haven't watched it, Google Martin New Jack City and, and watch it on YouTube. I'm sure it's on there. In fact, I bet you if I go to YouTube... I could just pull that bitch up right now. Martin. New Jack City episode. Oh, that's not how you spell episode, but that's okay. Yeah, look at this. 135000 Cool, sit your $5 ass down before I make change. Yeah. Oh, they keep coming back and forth, though. Well, that's stupid. He did like a mashup. Uh, if you haven't seen New Jack City, then this will make more sense. I'm gonna, I'll post this just because. Go watch that. I mean, not now, bitches, when the show is over. Um, but uh, yeah, it's hilarious. But you, if you watch the episode, you can see a lot of the actors, like Tommy and Gina and Pam and all them, are laughing because they weren't expecting that. They're just like, I mean, imagine though being on set with Martin. Good luck. Rudy Ross said his favorite comedian is probably Matt Reif. That's funny, bro. That's really funny. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, so there we go with the Madden stuff. I had one more headline. What the hell was Heck it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just my dad's out of ICU. I didn't know what order we'd go in. So. Pops is out of ICU. Yay. <laughs> He's in something. I didn't know two things about this. I mean, I have a lot of other funny things that occurred at the hospital. But to be honest with you, I just I wasn't in the mood to write jokes or think of funny stuff that was going on. Because usually, even in times of crisis like that, I do write jokes and stuff. But I don't know. I've never been to the point where my parent was dying. So I was like, you know what? I don't feel like writing jokes or finding the humor in this, which I normally would. Steven, thank you for the reason. <laughs> 17 months. He said, doesn't feel a day over 15. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Um, but it's a couple things. A couple things. You all may have seen my post on social media. Um, there's a statue out uh, in the lobby of the hospital my dad was at. And it was, I'll just say, it was sus, okay? This statue was very sus. And I was like, I don't think that's appropriate, really, if I'm being honest. Here's, this is the statue. Let's see here. 
Chrome resize. CC, uh, divert your eyes. CC, are you still here? Don't don't look at this, CC. Okay, don't look at this, CC. I love you so much. Okay, and I, I love you. Don't tell your mama. Your mom was so sweet to pray for me, by the way. Y'all didn't get this message, but <laughs> Cece said, Mama, will you pray for Barry? And her mom's response was, is that the one that cusses? <laughs> she said, yes, Mama. She goes, okay, I'll pray for him, for his dad. I feel like if it was like, it, I think Cece said, would you pray for Barry's dad? And then she said, the one that cusses. And she said yes. But I feel like if Cece would have said, um, Mama, will you pray for Barry? And she would have been like, the one that cusses? And she would have said yes. She would have been like, no, I'm not praying for him. I'll pray for his daddy. I'm not, I'm not praying for him. I'm not. He doesn't deserve it. He's a, he's a heathen. Yo, what's up, Uriel? <laughs> Uriel said, sorry I'm late, but I'm here. That's all that matters, my friend. All that matters. Cece says she got you. Tell mama, tell mama Spice I said thank you. Okay. Her pray, tell her her prayers worked. But Cece, divert your eyes for a second. Because I walked into the lobby of this hospital. What in the fuck is this? What are we doing? This is not, first of all. What kind of medicine is this? She's nursing him back to health, I guess. I don't know, but this, I was like, wow, that is, that is not okay. This is inappropriate. There are kids in this lobby. There are kids in this lobby, and this is not okay. But you know what's good? Oh, shit, my stinger don't work. You know what's good when your hands are out. You know what I'm saying? When, your hand, when the hands go out, you're like, oh, shit. Oh, me. Oh, me. Um, she said, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So not okay. Uh, not okay at all. But, um, but I gotta be honest, man, the, the people at this hospital have been absolutely amazing. Verifer. What did the plaque say? I don't know. Heck yeah. I don't know what the plaque, I didn't read it. I was, it probably says, um, this hospital blows? I don't know. I don't know what it said, but I was fully expecting. I was fully expecting to walk in and see my dad. Arms stretched out like, yes, this is the best hospital ever. Um, CC, can you have your mom pray for this chat? <laughs> What's up, double rods? Yeah, this chat needs some prayers as well. Um. Um, let's see. The man turns water into wine. Mm, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was one thing I noticed that I thought was funny. Another thing we, we met a, a plethora. My dad's got a kidney doctor. He's got a heart doctor, a pulmonologist. I mean, he's got so many doctors that are taking care of him. And <laughs> so what's up? Steven Luther. That only comes with the physical therapy. Nice. Nice comes with the physical therapy. Okay. I don't even think you meant to do that part. Uh, Cisco said, is that, uh, if that's at a hospital here, I can only imagine the statues in front of hospitals out in the Congo. 
They're much further apart. They're much, much further apart. Um, but we're so like this one guy comes in one day and he's like, um, they call my dad, Mr. Truman. And he's like, hello, Mr. Truman. You, uh, you didn't, are you eating? And my dad's like, well, I'm not really hungry. He was like, you got to eat. You're not eating. You need your, you know, you need to get some calories. He's like, if you're fighting infection and all the stuff that your body has gone through and is still going through and is trying to get better and stuff like that. And so he's just fussing up my dad about eating and he leaves. <clears throat> so my stepmom had came in for an update and she was or texting me. And she was like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. Their nutritionist was here and was fussing at dad because he's not eating enough. So we need to make sure he eats. Well, then the guy comes back the next day. <coughs> the guy comes back the next day and he's talking and um, he was like, how's he eating? I was like, oh, he ate much better yesterday. We were staying on him and I was sneaking food in for my dad, by the way. Shh, don't. Shut up. But I was smuggling shit in. Like I was taking him kolaches from Shipley because he loves kolaches. And so I would stop every morning since my dad had came out of the off the ventilator and, and off life support. That he every morning that he could eat, I had been taking him uh Shipley kolache. But it would spike his blood sugar. But I didn't give a fuck. Exactly, D Mata. What's up, D Mata? Good to see you. But hospital food sucks. And so I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I mean, this man almost died. I'm going to take the man a kolache if he wants a fucking kolache. And if that makes him happy, I don't give a shit about nothing else at this point. I just want my dad happy. But it spikes his blood sugar. Well, we're in a hospital. Give him some fucking insulin. I don't give a shit. So I was smuggling kolaches into my dad every morning. And, uh, and I was telling the doctor that because he was like, well, make sure he's eating. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, doc. And I know you're. You're the nutritionist here. And he goes, what? I was like, the nutritionist. You're not the nutritionist? He goes, and he starts laughing. He goes, <laughs> he goes, no. Um, <laughs> Demona said I got yelled at too for not eating the food. It's disgusting. It's gross. Um, but he goes, no, I'm not a nutritionist. He said, I'm, a, I'm the hospitalist. And I was like, the What? He said, I'm the hospitalist. I was like, and in my mind, I didn't say this out loud. But when a man tells you I'm the hospitalist, I was like, okay, well, now we're just fucking making up titles. We're just, we're just making up random ass titles now. You know what? I'm not a teacher. I'm a schoolist. What the, what the fuck? What is, what is that? A hospitalist sounds like the most made up. Uh, name ever. And so I told Nora, I was like, babe, what's a hospitalist? <laughs> you dev said that's a cool movie. Hey man, have you guys seen the hospitalist? Yeah, I saw hospitalist one, two, and three. Um, yeah, that's right. Total Dallas from now on is a schoolist. Okay. Want to hear Noah? I, uh, I'm a, I'm not a streamer. I'm a, I'm an onlineist. <laughs> Um, but I was like, what? that sounds like the most, like, it's like, well, so basically a hospitalist is over everybody. Like he's the top doc. Apparently let me Google, let me Google hospitalist. Uh, a hospitalist is a physician who cares for inpatients, meaning the only, they only work inside a hospital 
These doctors have often uh, completed residency training in the general internal medicine, pediatrics, neurology, officer. But he was basically like they're over all. Uh, he was over all. He had like he was like I have like thirty nine doctors and two hundred and fifty five patients under me. Like Jesus, my bad. I'm over here calling him a nutritionist, and I was like, nah, boy, I feel like an asshole now. I'm like, you're the nutritionist. He was like, actually, I'm the top fucking dog in here. Like, it goes, Jesus getting blown in the lobby and then me. It's like, wow, that's a lot. Cisco is a grapist. No, that that doesn't. The G is not silent in that. Don't, let's not, that's not a good one at all, Total Dallas. Nope, not grapist. <laughs> that is, that is not. Mm-mm. He's an alcoholist. That's way less. Oh my God. Okay. That's way less. Yeah. Let's not do grapist. Let's just call him an alcoholist. Cause it kind of sounds like alcoholic, but it's not get it. I don't know. That was, that was super weird though. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. Cisco. I run this shit. I was like, my bad doc. I don't even know. But he didn't give a fuck. Like we were, we took gumbo up there from my dad and fucking um, kolaches. And he was like, "Oh, he's gumbo!" And he would start laughing. <laughs> That's how he laughed. He would get tickled over every little thing. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this cat is weird." <laughs> that sounds like a porn. The Hospitalist Four: The Mysterious Discharge in a World. Where a man goes around talking about food, but he's the big chief. One man, one hospital. He is the hospitalist. Okay, that was my. That's the best I could do. I feel like when I do that, I'm not actually trying to do the impression of the guy that did the promos. I'm doing an impression of what was the dude's name? I wanted to say Petey Pablo. That's not it. Pablo Francisco. Petey Pablo was the guy who was like um, saying that what was that fucking rap song take your shirt off spin it around your head just like a helicopter this one for North Carolina come on and raise up anyways it wasn't Petey Pablo it was Pablo Francisco I knew there was a Pablo in there so yeah when I do that I don't I don't yeah this one for North Carolina I don't I don't actually I don't actually uh, do the impression of the guy. Just do the impression of Pablo Francisco. Anywho, I was trying to think of what other. Oh, so I'm every morning I would stop at Shipley on my way in, and I yeah that is true. Beheaded his one and only song. Uh, actually no, he had some other ones. No, he had uh, what was that? Freakalik? Wasn't that it? P.T. Pablo. He had Freakalik, and he had another one. Um, yeah, freak a leak and then raise up. And then I thought, is that all? Papa, is that all of Peter Pablo's good music? Where's his discography? Uh, diary of a sinner. Yeah. Raise up hit number one on the rap charts and freak a leak hit number two. So he had those. And then he had uh, Repio City, which was 73. Oh, he was on Goodies with Ciara. That was the jam. Now, my goodies. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, he was on Repio City, which was a featured artist on that. Uh, goodies. 
and uh, we like them girls. So, but he did a couple of things. He did a couple of things. Freak a leak and uh, the other one. Anywho, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Sierra Dick Willie says she was cool. What's up, Dick Willie? She was cool until she screwed up Russell Wilson's head. No, he did that to himself. <laughs> Jim Terrence said Freak League was just him name dropping all the hoes. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There was another one who name dropped a bunch of hoes. Who was it? Uh, DMX, right? What were all the names that he dropped? Because he went like, DMX went deep. Um, what song was that? God damn it. What was the song with DMX? Where he named all the tricks. Yeah. No, not Mambo number five. <laughs> yeah, Felicia. And he was like, Lana Tawana. <laughs> That's all I remember. Lana Tawana. Um, yeah, I got hoes in different area codes. How's it going down? Is that what it was called? DMX. How's it going down? Man, B. Hannon is on his shit, player. Let me see if I can find all the names. Mm-mm. All of them, all of them equal, but yet and still. Okay. Uh, damn, where is it? It's not even on here. Are you lying to me, B. Hannon? It was freak a leak. No, it wasn't freak a leak. Oh, there! I guess it was Freak Leak. Was it really? No. No, that wasn't it. Oh, that was Freak Leak songs. I'm talking about the DMX song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amos, uh, how's it going down? But I can't find the. Uh... Here, look, look with me, chat, chat, chatty chat, chat. Let's look together. Anybody see the lyrics? <laughs> I'm looking for all the tricks names. Dick Willie said, I blame the weed. My bad. What they want from a, oh, there you go. I can't put that on screen. <laughs> I don't even want to type that into my search bar. What they really want lyrics. That's the one it was. What they really want. There was Brenda, Letitia, Linda, Felicia, Dawn, LaShawn, Inez, and Alicia, Teresa, Monica, Sharon, Nikki, Lisa, Veronica, Karen, and Vicky. That, that was his white girl face. Uh, cookies. Well, I met her in an ice cream parlor. Tanya, Diane, Lori, and Carla. Marina, Selena, Katrina, Sabrina, about three Kims, Latoya, and Tina. Shelly. Bridget, another white girl face. Kathy, Rashida, Kelly, Nicole, Angel, Juanita, little, little uh, Latina, uh, Stacy, Tracy, Rana, and Rhonda. Donna, oh, my sweet, sweet Donna, Yolanda, Tawana, and Wanda were all treated fairly, but yet and still. <sighs> That's a lot of names, chat. Uh oh. Dang. It won't let me post them all. That's messed up. I'm going to have to do it in two parts. Damn you, chatty chat. 
Hold on. Control A. Delete. There we go. Now the second half. Now the second half. Bitches is on some other shit now that I'm fucking with Drew Hill. I'm about to channel my DMX for that. Comedy show. There you go. All right, there's all the lyrics. I knew it was like a ton of names that I wanted to I wanted to read. Um, yeah, Rwanda. Um Damn, this motherfucker's spitting. Uh, let's see. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Money cash hoes. Uh, that's a lot of trips to the clinic. <laughs> Use your DMX during your private dog show. I know I should, right? I'll just do all my uh all my jokes. So I'm married. Where are my married people at? That would get annoying as fuck. Uh, what else happened at the hospital that was funny? So, um, oh, so I'm smuggling in food on the daily, right? And there was another family in the ICU that was there about as long as we were. Because <coughs> like I said, we were in there for, I don't know. Days and days and days. And um, the, um, well, first of all, I would sit in the lobby because we would take turns. It was usually me and my little sister, my half sister and my stepmom were all that most of the day. It was us. And my uncle would show up in the morning. My, my older sister would come out at night because that's what the freaks come out. And, um, and yeah, that's how we, that's how we would do it. Well, um, so I would go in and out, in and out, and I would sit in the lobby for, you know, two or three hours at a time, just waiting and getting an update. And there was this Hispanic family out there and they were like, I don't know, they were eight deep always, always dawn to dusk, morning, noon, and night. They were eight deep out in the lobby. And I'm going to tell you this. I am married to a uh, Latina, as you guys know, a proud Mexican family. I think she's third generation, second generation. I don't know. Uh, what I never really realized is that uh, there's no way to whisper in Spanish. There's there's two languages that I think it's in, they, they either don't have never been taught or it's just impossible to do so. And that's uh, Mandarin and Spanish. There's no whisper. I mean, there's damn sure no whisper in Mandarin. There's, I mean, it just doesn't, you're not allowed to. There's just too many consonants to be able to whisper. You got to mix in some vowels. Spanish is a little softer, but there's still no whisper. Oh, that's another good one, German and Egyptian. But that's scary when angry, but. <laughs> Till now says whispers over music. Yeah, it's just this family was loud the whole fucking time. They were very kind, you know, for the most part. Um, but then it was like as the days dwindled by, the numbers slowly, till there was just this one lady left, and it was a mom, and she was old, and she was very chatty. And I didn't want to talk. I didn't give a fuck. She would tell me about her son, and I'd be like, yeah, I, you know what? That's cool, but I'm also here for a reason. And I don't really care to discuss yours. I mean, I didn't say that, but that was what I was thinking. Because so I'm like, bitch, you know, what do you think? I'm just hanging out in the ICU for fucking support? Well, one day, um, 
I had decided I I was stopping, like I said, I was stopping at Shipley every morning. I was getting kolache. For, I would get a kolache for my dad and a kolache for me. Okay. Two kolaches for me. Okay. Two kolaches and some donut holes. Yeah. It's a good thing we weren't doing the weight loss challenge. I would have lost all my goddamn money. But what I would do is I would stop. I would get three kolaches and a donut holes. And I would eat one of the kolaches and the donut holes on the, the way in. And then I would go up to the room and I would, me and my dad would eat a kolache together and talk. And it's just me and him, usually, nobody else. Every once in a while, my uncle would be there. But a lot of times it was just me and my dad. And then we'd get done, I'd brush his teeth for him, I'd shave him. It was just, that was what we did. That was every single morning we did that. And I, I loved it. I loved it because I was able to do it. You know what I mean? Like, he's alive. That's all I cared about. Um, And then... I was like, you know what? I should probably get some donuts for the nurses and the staff. They're so amazing and so sweet. So I one day I was like, okay, I got I got kolaches, and then I got a dozen donuts for the staff for the nurses. Thank you, Donna. Um, I'm a lucky son that he's alive. So um, I was like, you know what? I'll take up some donuts because they didn't care, right? Like, here's the thing. It, there are certain rules if you go to visit somebody in ICU, like you can't send flowers. There's no food or drink allowed in the rooms. Um, you like with my dad, you had to glove up and everything else. Um, but like, there's only two in the room at a time. There's a shift change, so they do rounds at 10 a.m. There's a shift change at 6:30 a.m. and 6:30 p.m. It lasts an hour, so there's no one allowed in the room. They kick you out. You got to wait in the lobby. But then at 7.30, you can go back in. One person is allowed to spend the night. Trust me, I know all the goddamn rules of Methodist ICU. Uh, but no food or drink. No, no bringing of food or drinks, right? But we were there for so long, and we were so, um, I guess, just nice to everybody, and we stayed out of the way. And so they, you know, since they wouldn't care if we had three in the room, they'd be like, it's okay, don't worry about it. Or, you know, we, uh, smuggle some food in they'd be like it's, it's whatever you know nobody no big deal now there were a couple of them that would be like oh i'm sorry you're gonna have to leave or you're gonna have to you can't have that and i'd be like oh no problem no worries but a couple of them i won't say who but a couple of folks would just kind of mm, it's okay but so i'm taking in uh the donuts and i'm walking up and i ring the button and, um, you know, it, it, there's in order to get into the ICU, you have to be buzzed in. You can't just walk into the ICU. You have to you ring the button. Some lady comes on and says, uh, yeah, Jared, celebrity perks. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Uh, I'm big in the ICU. Uh, I'm big. I'm big amongst hospitalists. <coughs> um, so you have to buzz in. And when you push the button, they have a camera there. And there, it, occasionally. I would push the button and maybe if it was somebody that didn't know me, I'd have like a cup of coffee or I'd have my uh, thing with coffee or whatever. And they'd be like, you can't bring your drink. And I'd be like, oh, no problem. And I'd leave it out in the lobby. Um, So you'd buzz and they'd say, who are you here to see? You'd say, I'm here to see, you know, whoever it was in the room number. I buzz and then nobody's answering. I buzz again and I'm holding a bag of donuts, right? It's, um, you know, you can clearly see the box and the, and that lady, who I had seen every day for probably 10 days, eight days, whatever it was. It felt like months, honestly. She goes, you can't take those donuts in there. 
they don't allow food. Now, mind you, I'm not in a good frame of mind, right? My dad is still struggling to breathe. He's, his oxygen levels are plummeting on occasion, and they're having to. This it, is not. I don't need nobody fucking with me. You know what I mean? Like I ain't putting up with nobody's shit. This is not the time, okay? And if I knew how to cuss this bitch out in Spanish, I would have. But instead, so what? The way you get in is you buzz, and they go. Uh, if, if they knew me. I wouldn't even have to tell them who I was there to see or the door. Like this there, one lady, she would be like, it's open. And then I would just walk in. That's how often we were there and in and out and all that, right? So I'm buzzing, nobody answers. I'm buzzing, nobody answers. And that's when the lady goes, you can't take those donuts in there. And I'm standing like, y'all are the lady. And I'm standing at the door and she goes, you can't take those donuts in there. I think I know the rules. I've been coming up here as long as you have, but the difference is, is I've been minding my fucking business, okay? How about you do that? And about the time I got minding my fucking business, <laughs> the lady, the 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 lady in the little box that buzzes you in was like, it's open, it's open, sir, it's open, it's open, it's open, sir. You can come in, sir. Stupid bitch. And I walked in and I walked up to the station where that lady sits and all the nurses kind of because it was literally right out in front of my dad's room. So it was like the front desk and all the nurses would be there. And um, so I, I walk in and uh, she was like, "Ooh, somebody is sassy today. I was like, did you hear that bitch? She was like, what you say, baby? I was like, did you hear that bitch talking about you can't take them donuts? And I was like, bitch, it's for the nurses. You need to mind your fucking business. She was like, oh, I heard you. That's why I was like, it's open. It's open. I was trying to avoid a confrontation because I could tell you were pissed the way you were talking to her. I was like, man, fuck that lady. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I was like, I brought these for y'all. She was like, oh, you're so sweet. Like, bitch. But man, she was like, I just knew you were about to start yelling at that lady. I was like, oh, I was not in the mood for that bullshit, lady. Mind your fucking business. What else happened? <clears throat> I think that was it. I don't think anything else, like even remotely funny, happened at the hospital. That was it. There you go. That was the whole shooting match. The whole kitten caboodle. I want another beer. What time is it? 345? We need to take a break. Oh, shit. All right, let's take a quick break. I'm going to pee. Uh,. <laughs> Trace that ain't no holding back. Ah, uh-uh, bitch, don't listen, man. I didn't already had to listen to you tell me and talk and offer up shit I don't even need to hear. I don't give a fuck about you and your family out here eating, setting up a goddamn buffet. I'm like, is this a fucking ICU or the ponchos? What? Cece <laughs> said I have fought more for less. Yeah, like fuck you, like uh, bitch, mind your business. I brought these donuts for these people. Who have been busting their ass and working their ass off. The least, like, just, man, shut the fuck up. Oh, I was hot. Bitch, mind your business. Um, But she was like, oh. Her face was, like, appalled. I'm going to be like, bitch, I'll start throwing these donuts to you. Don't nobody want one with sprinkles anyway. Pop! That, you know what? I ain't going to lie. Uh, I'm going to pee here in just a second. But I ain't going to lie. That was the most pressure I felt all week. No lie. 
Dad's on life support. He might die. They're asking questions. I got shit. I don't know what's going on. The family's falling apart. I'm trying to be the rock. I'm trying to keep it all together. Um, you know, like when when they would do the rounds, I was like my stepmom. Because you imagine, you know, your husband is going through this. And it's hard to focus. It's hard to concentrate. And so I think my stepmom liked the fact that I could get into that mode where I was like, I was cool, calm, and collected. I could absorb all the information. And we could disseminate it. And everybody could get it. And. So she always wanted me there for the 10 a.m. round so I could, you know, know what was going on. I would ask the right questions and get the right answers. And, like, you know, I was trying to be the rock. I was trying to be the man and the family. Bitch, I don't need your dumb ass. Um, fuck, I forgot what my point was. I forgot. Anyways, I was going to tell you something. There was something else that happened. Oh, well. Fuck it. All right, I'm going to go pee. Uh, when we come back, let's see. I think that's... Oh, when we come back, yeah, we got to do... Uh, everybody get your shot glasses ready. God, I can't remember now. All right, uh, when we come back, we got one, two, three, four, five, six. Six birthdays. I never heard of it. Well, you're going to find out real soon who they are, Patrick Swayze. You're going to hear about all of them. Uh, and then... Did I break down the Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Elon Musk fight card? Did we do that? Did we break that down before the break? I don't even remember. It was one of the slides I had, and I was like, shit, did we break it down like age-wise? Because these guys are supposed to fight each other. And I don't remember if we went over that or not. Oh, we did be handed? Okay, well, then I can, I can close that. Don't need that no more. Um, but what I do have is, did I do the uh, then and now uh, MLB power rankings? Heck yeah. We heck yeah, we did. Mark G said, thank you, Mark G. 14 months out. Let's go. Donna. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Steven Luther just resubscribed. 16 months. I got disconnected because my phone overheated. Damn. Gotta love working in HVAC. Bro, you guys are troopers, man. I don't know how y'all do it out in this fucking heat. Y'all and construction workers, like, fuck. Good on you, though, Steven Luther. Thank you for listening, buddy. Mark G, thank you for the resub. Uh, Stephen Luther, thank you for the resub. Okay. Um, serious question. How the fuck is this not the day you're wearing a diaper? That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Let's take a quick break. Uh, I'm going to go get a drink and pee. And then we come back. I got some sports for you. I got a weird story, too. This dude quit the NFL to sell Pokemon cards. What? Fucking what? Came back from injury. If you subscribe to The Athletic, you may have seen this. But we'll do the birthdays as well. And we'll have some fun. And uh, we'll wrap it up, man. Uh, we've got about an hour ten left in the show. Uh, if you're bored, go grab a friend. Tell them to watch the show with you. Um, Donna said it's freaking hot as fire outside. Almost killed me just going to get my mail. Yes. Amen. Last night, I was uh, pressure washing the driveway. Because even though you're going through some shit, the HOA don't give a fuck. Uh, anyways. All right. I'll uh, take a break. We'll be back. This is uh, Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminac. And I appreciate you guys so much and love you guys so much for coming back. Uh means the world to me. Thank you. And what is this? Why is that on? Did I used to have that? I think I did. All right. Anyways, let's sit in the corner and do some dope. I'll see you guys in a second. Don't go nowhere. Oh. 
I got your bitch. Sitting on the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting on the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting on the goddamn corner doing dope. They are to be shamed. I'm your host, Barry Lamanick. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, uh, those of you that didn't can go have sex with yourself. How dare you leave? Um, a lot of dancing during the break, which is good to see. Good to see. Uh, let's see. Yes, we did. I don't know what that means. Um, there was. Oh, um. 
Anybody? Did y'all buy anything on Amazon Prime Day? Anybody get anything on Amazon Prime Day? Nicholas3983, what's up? Welcome to the show. Uh, do you think the Titans are overhyped on Hopkins? Yeah, a little bit. I was surprised. I saw a guy here in town, Lance Zerline, bring something up. Somebody was talking about D-Hop, and I, I wasn't aware of this, but apparently, I, unbeknownst to me, um, apparently, the... Um, one of the reasons the Texans dumped a D hop, which he could have done a better job was that he, he was not wanting to practice anymore. He wasn't practicing and, and Lance confirmed that. And I was like, Oh, but also at the same time, who, who gives a shit? Like he's D hop. He's still one of the best receivers in football. Why would you do that? But, um, yeah, I, and, and that's another good point, Sean, until they get help at QB, I don't think it matters. Although, when you consider the career the D-Hop's had, basically he's never had an elite passer throwing him the ball, and he still managed to put together a pretty damn good uh, career. So, um, there you go. Um, so, Donna says she bought something nothing significant. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. They don't ever put the good shit. They don't ever put the good shit. Uh, yeah, exactly. Practice. We're talking practice. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. Uh, Donna, that's that's the thing is like I didn't buy anything really. I mean, like I, I found like a hard drive that I could travel with to edit videos. So I was like, you know, that was on sale. Um, I did make this purchase. Now, I don't even know. This thing might have been like 10 bucks or some shit. But y'all know it gets hot as fuck in this room. So I bought this Arctic Air Ultra. It's a little bitty baby air conditioner. I haven't hooked it up yet. And basically, it's got this filter inside. And you you wet the filter and freeze it. And then you pour water in here in the top. And then turn it on. And it's supposed to act like a little air conditioner. And it cool your room. So I thought, well, as long as it's not too noisy, maybe, maybe, just maybe, I won't have to do this show with hot, sweaty balls every day. I know, not the image you guys were looking for. But I'm not a fan of my baby's mama. Oh, there you go. I thought you were going to say that about this. I'm not a fan. Get it? <laughs> it's an air conditioner. Not a fan. Uh, no, but my stepdad, while he was in the VA hospital. Oh. No, but I am out here delivering a bunch of it. Amos, you delivering? Oh, shit. Need to get you on my route. Possibly I bought a thermostat, but I haven't installed it. It's too hot. You bought like a, like a nest. Was that on sale? I was making that. Why don't they just call prime day? What it really is beats and, and fire stick day. This is the only shit that's really on sale. And when I went and looked at my list, because, you know, everybody's got their their prime list, all the shit, or their Amazon list. None of that shit was on sale. I was like, of course. I think they play it that way. They're like, mm, oh, this is stuff you want. <laughs> nah, nah, we're not going to sell that, player. We'll sell you a bunch of knickknack shit you don't want. It's basically like an Amazon garage sale. That's really all it is. If, if, you're being, if we're being honest, it's a fucking Amazon garage sale. That's all Prime Day is. 
bunch of knickknacks and shit nobody wants, but we still buy it all anyways. Uh, how did your easy cool fan work out? What was that? Easy cool fan. Oh, Mimi bought a Kindle. Go, memesters! I want that one. I don't know if it's a Kindle, but have you seen the Amazon tablet where you can write on it and they say it's like paper, Mimi? I want that one. Um... Nicholas said, if they make a new Harry Potter, Casey can give England Andy Reid and Harry's uncle. Oh. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, Yuri Villanueva said, I'm so glad the BOD is back. It really helps. I'm glad the deckheads are once again virtually meeting here. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, Flip said, ask me anything about anything. How did your easy cool fan work out? I don't know what that is. What easy cool fan did I buy? Was that, uh, was that, uh, I don't remember what the fuck that was. Easy, cool fan. I don't, I don't remember that now. My bad, Flip. Remind me what the fuck, what you're talking about, because I forgot. Um, I had to install a thermostat yesterday and a lot of the Honeywell. Damn. You dad, that's weird. Uh, I used to work for Honeywell. I work at FedEx 13 days till we overthrow UPS. Uh, oh, the one your sister sent you the link for. Yeah, I didn't buy that shit. That's right. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it because um, they were like, oh, it's like, it got terrible reviews. So that one was on sale. And I was like, fuck it. That was like 10 bucks or some shit. I was like, I could do that. We'll try that. Yeah, that one, nah. I started reading the reviews. It was all junk. They said it didn't work. Amos said, I work at UPS 13 days until we cripple the country. Damn. Y'all going on strike? The writers are on strike? Actors are on strike? Shit. Oh, see, I've never seen Harry Potter. I've never... Never watched Harry any of the Harry Potters. I watched uh, Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit series. Not my thing. Not my jam, but that's okay. I don't judge. I don't judge. All right, let's talk some sports. Let's get to... Oh, no, we got... No, no! Yeah, fuck. We got to do birthdays, you guys. We have to do birthdays. B. Hannon is lurking. He'll be back in 20 minutes. Thank you, B. Hannon. Thank you, B. Hannon. I appreciate you, buddy. Your pants, take off the bra and be a man. Well, now that wasn't very nice. He's got shit to do. Leave him alone. Gosh. All right. Uh, it's time for birthdays. Let's fucking get it. Oh, I don't have these in the right order. I got to I gotta get these in order. Uh, okay, I think that's the right order now. Let me see Jen's text. Thank you again. Shout out to Jen for all the help. Um, let's see. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. It's birthday time. Bitches, get your shot glasses out. We got to say happy birthday to these damn dirty dickheads. Uh, on this, their special day. It's a really big show. I don't know which button is which here. Let's see. Nope. That ain't Just start playing the sexy thing. Like, I ain't trying to have sex with fucking Richard Bales on his birthday. No, thank you. I mean, not that it's his birthday. 
Mix. <clears throat> the remix. Who Dev said you got it. Pants are coming off. Alright, we got a ton of birthdays that I missed. Being out since June 29th. What? So many birthdays starting with my guy, Richard Vale. Richard! Look, I know you're, you know, you gotta celebrate. You know, there's two things that suck. Being born on the same day as Jesus and being born on and around the same day as America. Right? Well, then being born with the Easter Bunny. Oh, that's not the Easter Bunny's birthday. I digress. Richard Bunny, I hope you had a fantastic birthday, man. I hope you know. I hope you got Roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. Uh, I hope it was great. Even though you're not here, I still love you. Uh, cheers to you, Richard Vales. That's one. No. Hell no, I'm not doing a shot for every birthday. Have you lost your ever-loving mind, E3? Out your damn mind. There's too many. Because up next, my dude, Nick Gamboa. I don't think Nick is here either. Nick, happy birthday. That was on July 6th. And Nick celebrated... Uh, by having sex with a cactus. I don't know. I'm just making shit up as I go here. Uh, Nick Gamboa. <laughs> yes, one shot for all the birthdays. One. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Two. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. No, not, definitely not doing that. Nick, I hope you had uh, a great birthday, dude. Honestly, uh, I hope it was the best. I really do. Uh, although, uh, you would be competing with Sandy Bridges. Sandy Bridges sounds like a porn name. I'm not going to lie, Sandy. Sandy Bridges born July 6th, 19th. I don't know exactly when they'll tell us that. They just say July 6th. Sandy Bridges. Uh, I hope your porn career is going well. And I hope your birthday went even better. Uh, happy birthday to you, Sandy. Hope you got butt stuff. I don't know. Up next. Uh, did it just get quieter? I swear the sound just got turned out. Oh, shit. Literally none of the birthday people are here. Fucking not one of these birthday people are here. Is Sandoval here? Sandoval! Sandoval, I hope that your dreams came true and you got to have sex with a kangaroo, buddy. I know. I know. That's always been your dream, Sandoval, in H-Town. Uh, happy birthday to you. July 7th was the day... That his, that he, I should say, that he fell out of his mom. Happy birthday, Sandoval. We got two left. So that's Richard Vale's happy birthday. Nick Gamboa, happy birthday. Sandy Bridges, happy birthday. And Sandoval fell out of his mom on July 7th. Up next, uh, so near and dear to my heart. was born on this, the 15th day of our Lord in June. And uh, PK, I hope you got roadhead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into. Knowing your husband, you probably got all that. You probably, you probably was like, want to go for a drive? <laughs> and then did the, did the damn thing. Uh, but PK, I love you, boo-boo. I hope you had a great birthday. I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to make your party. about the breakdown i always forget about how it just gets funky funky wait restart we're not done yet bitch i said restart
says she turned 40 in a hot tub. No shit. That's one way. She said pretty sure she did. That went on that nasty ass hot tub. Happy birthday, BK. I love you, boo boo. And last, but certainly not least, my guy, my dude, my ace, William Resendez. You shut your mouth, Patrick Swayze. That is William Resendez. You put some respect on his name. A lot of y'all don't know this. I bring it up on occasion. It's not a 30 ounce shot, Alex. I'm not, no. Okay? I'm not doing it. Buddy, I don't know. William Resendez. Fun fact. The very first, the very first Patreon member. Yeah. Before it was even announced that Barry on Deck had a Patreon, William found it. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, William. I ruined your moment. William found it when he signed up oh so many years ago. Just nonchalantly, just to already get out ahead of the support. And he's been fucking with us ever since, man. William, buddy, I appreciate you so much, man. I hope you have the best birthday today. Hope you get Roadhead or a hand job or, you know, go kitty love, whatever. Not like kitty love kids or cats or meow meow, but like, you know, don't shake a shank from the wife. That's not bad. That's welcome. I'm fucking. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I love you, though. I appreciate you. Appreciate all of you. Happy birthday to all six of you. All you Julie babies. Cheers, everybody. Ah. Amen, Cece. She knows what's up. She said, happy birthday, everybody. Thanks for being deckheads and patriots. Amen to that. Thank you for coming. Beer and two shots. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> when she, when Jen texted me all the birthdays, she was like, "Hey, what's up? Um, uh, here's all the birthdays we've missed." I was like, "God damn, that's a lot." Thank you, Jen. I'm I'm gonna be drunk as shit. She was like, "Yep, get your tortillas ready." <laughs> uh, I cheated like Mama Jenny. Only three shots. <laughs> Oh, ugh, I'm still mad at her for that. How dare her? Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk. Uh, what do we want to do? I mean, I've got sports. I don't know if you guys give a shit about these topics Heck or yeah. not. Spoon! Spoon is spoon. Why is the fucking thing not firing off? Y'all, did y'all see spoons? Um, Did it pop up? Did we miss it? I feel like we may have missed it. Oh, shit. I gotta go through and fix those. Ah, <clears throat> uh, Spoon, thank you for the resub. Eight months! We about to have a sub, baby. Thank you, Spoon, and thank you for the call again, my friend. I really do appreciate it. Spoon reached out to me yesterday. Just, you know, wellness check. How you doing? And I didn't answer because I was outside, um... I was outside pressure washing the driveway, which I I decided while I was at the hospital this morning, 
to like do some research. Like, what's the best way to pressure wash your driveway? Just because I'm nerdy like that. <gasps> didn't know. I've been doing it wrong all these years. All these years. I didn't know you had to pre-spray with bleach. What? And then you got to get the right bleach mixture and all this shit. It's a whole thing. Well, now I know. So I got to start over today. Mix up some bleach. Spray all that shit. Do it again. Damn it. Oh, well, it's whatevs. But that's why, uh, you know, Spoon called yesterday just to, just to check on your boy. I was outside doing doing hot shit. Hot boy shit. I mean, not like hot boy. Like, it's just hot. Your boy was hot. It's hot as fuck. Went to the H-E-B the other day. Out of butter tortillas. They said, come back tomorrow. They do that. Yeah, bro, you got to go in the morning. Did you not know that? Got to go in the morning. It's in the chat. What's in the chat? Oh, the Patreon. <clears throat> yes, the Patreon. Um, yeah, you uh, you got to go in the morning if you want the butter tortillas. You ain't never, you ain't never gonna get butter tortillas in the evening. Hell no. Don't don't be dumb. All right, I don't know. Did y'all tell me? No, I didn't get the butter tortilla candle. What the fuck have I done with this? What in the wide wide world of sports? Going on, I'm gonna mess this all up with this bullshit. <clears throat> Did I don't remember if we did this or not, but we're gonna do it anyways. Barry buys them all before 10 a.m. I mean, I do make it a point to get out there pretty early. Did I show you guys this? I don't think I did. I told Dallas that I only do lawn work from 6 to 8, 8, 8 p.m. or a.m. I ain't getting up at no 6 a.m. in Mona Yard, bro. Nora was like, you're so dumb. You wait until the evening. It's all hot. If you would do it in the morning, I'm like, man, that's not me, babe. I'm, I've never been that cat that wants to get up extra early and get shit done. That's why I couldn't be a farmer or in the military. Mm-mm. Or go to church. Or go to church. I'm not. That ain't me. People would always say, like, do you go to church? No. God gets up too early for me. Mm-mm. And then they'd be like, did you join the military? America gets up too early for me. No thanks. Uh, but this is power rankings. Oh, shit, we got a shoe check! You guys are going to call me anti-Semitic for the shoes I'm wearing. <laughs> I want to show you. This is racist. Shit, I wasn't expecting a shoe check today or I wouldn't have wore these. I'll do it after this slide. Thank you, Uriel, for your uh, spending some channel points, which means you've been hanging out. I appreciate you. Uh, all right, then and out. The, the, the list you see on your left was the power rankings for Major League Baseball to start the season. Yeah. They said Astros were number one. Braves were number two. Padres three. Yankees four. Dodgers five. Mets six. Phillies seven. Blue Jays eight. Tampa Bay Rays nine. And the, I almost said Arizona. St. Louis Cardinals was number ten. And uh, Steve with the weather guy. Yo. Thank you for the 69. I like you. Uh, Steven said with his 69 bits, Astros hot take, they shouldn't burn prospects making trades this year. A bat or an arm isn't going to get them to the World Series this year. Mm. 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 Ah. 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 <sighs> Disagree. Disagree. I mean, look, here's the deal, Steven. I appreciate the hot take. Let's uh, let's back it on up. Let's rewind. Yep, 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 yep. Bust out the hot take one more time. Here you go. Astros hot take. Astros shouldn't burn the prospects. 
by making trades, a batter and arm isn't going to get them to the World Series. Here's the deal. As long, as long as the Astros are in a window to be perennial World Series contenders, you got to go for it. And what does that mean? That means that as long as Altuve and Bregman and Jordan and Kyle Tucker and Fromber, uh, Javier's looking a little busted. Uh, as long as that kind of this core group, Pena, I guess. But as long as that core is still intact, I mean, you kind of have to go for it. In fact, in fact, I mean, not that I think Justin Verlander, he's not, I don't think he's doing great over, I mean, the Mets are awful, but I don't even know what Verlander's numbers look like for the Mets, but the Mets are God awful. If you uh, weren't aware, they were number six on that list. Let's see. What is the Mets? What does Verlander stay at? I know as a team, they're pretty, pretty bad. Uh, is Verlander holding his own? Let's see. Pitching. Hmm. 123 whip. That's good. He's got a 1.2 war. Uh, 13 games. He's three and five. 75 innings pitched. Uh, he's giving up eight home runs. Well, that's good. That's down from before. Although, man, you could probably count on him for about one terrible home run per. Uh, Verlander has a 372 ERA. I would say that by far, uh, this has been one of his more down years in the last shit. Last time he had an ERA that low was 2017 when he was with Detroit. He had a 382 ERA before coming to the Astros. Since then, he had a 106 ERA to finish out 2017, 252, 258, three. Had a 175 ERA last year. This year, it ballooned to 372. Almost added two runs to his ERA. Wow. I'm dead on ass two runs. That's a lot. Um, does that mean he's faltering? I mean, there's still time. We haven't even got to the second half of the season. Well, we're just into it. There's time for him to turn it around and lower that number. But this is a guy whose whip has been under one. The entirety of his Astros career is now over 1.2. And by the way, the your whip, which is walks plus hits divided by innings pitch, it's a good, it's a good way to determine control and how much you're getting knocked around. Not necessarily wins or losses or runs, but it's a good indication of of does a guy have control and is he getting hit a lot? which usually translates into a higher ERA and less wins. So whip is a really good stat to look at. And his whip was impeccable when he was an Astro and has ballooned uh, back up to when his pre-Astros Detroit era uh, whip. So uh, would he help? Yeah, absolutely. I think he would have been better. Um, but I think the Astros need another ace, right? I think Fromber is good enough to be an ace, but I think Fromber flourished when he had another guy on the staff um, that could uh, you know, lead the charge, per se. And by the way, just, just so we're clear, just so we're clear, Astros fans, can we all just stop talking about the Astros trading for Shohei Otani? It ain't fucking happening. It's not happening. The Astros are not going to go get Shohei Otani, okay? They're not going to do it. Other teams have way more to offer 
And if you did, I ask you, Astros fan, if you're going to go get Shohei Otani, you'd have to start. It starts by giving up Jordan Alvarez. And I know you guys. Ah, no way. Well, that's what it's going to take. You probably have to give up Jordan and somebody like a Javier um, uh, or, uh, or, you know, uh, uh, Luis Garcia. Perhaps that might not be enough. You're going to have to. I imagine that whatever team trades for Shohei Otani, it's going to take at least one major league superstar, not star, not good player. Kyle Tucker ain't enough. Like, it would take a Jordan Alvarez. It would take a, 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 I don't know, a Mookie Betts. I mean, you're going to have to give up the best of the best to get the best player on the planet. So I imagine it's going to take one superstar, maybe another star, plus some minor leaguers and some draft picks. I believe that that's what the package is to get Shohei Otani. And it should be. It should be. Because you're adding an ace and a hell of a bat all in one. It's like you're getting two. It's like you're you're trading for two players with one salary. So stop the nonsense. Okay. Stop the madness. I, E3 said he ain't going nowhere. Listen, if you're he doesn't want to be an angel, you're you're playing chicken. If if you think he's not gonna get a huge offer. From another team in free agency. Now, some of these teams may be like, look, we'll give you the world, but we need him to we need a guarantee that he'll sign a deal because we're not going to give up a superstar player, our best uh minor leaguers and high draft picks for a rental. Not gonna do that unless you think you're close. Unless you think that Otani is the difference in a World Series. Now, all of that said, what do the Astros need? They need an ace and a bat. Hmm. So uh, let's circle back to uh, Stephen, the weather guy. Stephen, do you think the Astros would be World Series contenders if they added Shohei Otani? Because if you say yes then that tells you that they're just a bat and an ace or a pitcher away. And I tend to think that uh, one of two things needs to happen. <coughs> I think they're going to have to trade for pitching first. I think the bats is you take your chances. You're not going to win in the postseason without pitching. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think the Astros are ever going to sign. Otan. I, I do. I agree with you. Um, Steven said, I just don't think they have it this year. Well, here's the deal, Steven, for you and every other Astros naysayer out there that says the Astros just aren't the same. You got to remember, too, they're injured. Now, Javier has faltered. The bullpen has shown, you know, signs of weakness. Yes. Uh, And in the past, this is a team who has gone out and made deals at the deadline. Remember, they got Justin Verlander in 2017, right? They've They've added arms. Um, at the deadline in the bullpen, they went out last year and added Mancini and Vasquez. I mean, there are, there are moves to be made. There are deals to be made that make this team better. Could you use another reliable arm in the bullpen? Yes. Could you use another frontline starter? Yes. Could you use another bat in the lineup? Sure. Who couldn't? 
besides the Braves, maybe. I mean, this is a team that has been injured most of the year. I wonder how many games combined Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez have played together. Let's just start there. So all of this negative talk, like, first of all, all the overhyped positive talk of the Astros getting Otani. Okay, stop that shit. That's crazy talk. First of all, the Angels are not sending Otani to the Astros in division in perpetuity. What? I feel like any of the teams in this division are the last teams they want to send them to. So Catfish had the answer. It was eight games as of the All-Star break. Donna said 15. So that's my point in all of this, all right? Let's pump the brakes. Now, Christian Javier is a problem. It it, it is not looking good. The bullpen uh, got me a little worried. But you still have a whole half a season to turn it around. Abreu's not hitting. That's a problem. Uh, Pena's not living up to the hype issue. But at the same time, I mean, Bregman is having it down. Really, the only guy who's carrying his weight, Altuve kind of has turned it on. The only guy that has been consistently good. I don't know why I'm doing Trump fingers. The only guy. He's the best right fielder. Of all the right fielders, he's the best right fielder. Kyle Tucker has been, hands down, the best Astro, the most consistently good to great Astro this year. Period. And you could tell me Jordan's better, and I would agree. But he ain't in the lineup. Got to be healthy. Altuve, the same. Bregman has not had a great year. Pena has had a down year based on what he's done. So I say all that to say this. It ain't time to freak out. It's not time to... Lose your minds. Should they be active at the trade deadline? Yes, absolutely. The Astros should be active at the trade deadline. There you go, Donna. Thank you. Donna said 13 games per the Googles. So of all the, how many have they played total? The Astros combined have played. What's their record? They've played 94 of 162 games. 94 games. And of those 94 games, Jordan Alvarez and Jose Altuve have played in 13 together. Now, think about how many of those starts have been given to Jose Urquidy and Luis Garcia as opposed to Brandon Belak and J.P. Francois. France. Like, guys, stop with the panic already. They're injured. If they don't make a deep playoff run, if they don't make the World Series, which, by the way, Astros fans, super spoiled now. But if it doesn't happen, it's not because this team is void of talent. It's injuries. They've been hit with the injury bug this year. And no, they're not as deep as they were last year, so they can't fade it. Last year, you had uh, Justin Verlander at the top of the rotation and worked your way down. So if a, if a Jose Urquidy got hurt or a Luis got, Garcia got hurt, it was nothing. You lost a four or five. Now you're losing twos and threes. That's a big difference in your rotation. When your third best starter is someone like JP France or fucking Brandon Belak, at this moment, ugh. You're in trouble. So I say, relax, chill, they're hurt. 
Uh, the Mad Hawk Show said Otani to Houston. We just finished talking about that. Yes, and by the way, Mad Hawk, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz, the man. The man. Guys, if you are a baseball fan and you're not watching Ellie De La Cruz, you are missing out. Missing out. Yes, best this season. Tons of fun. I mean, that kid is fun to watch. The Reds are fun to watch. I can't believe the Reds are for real. I can't believe the Reds are for real. I can't believe the Marlins are for real. I can't believe the Orioles are for real. Look at this. And the D-backs. Look at this. This was, again, this is what started all this. The list you see on the left was the power rankings coming into the season. The list you see on the right is the power rankings as of yesterday, according to The Athletic. Astros, Braves, Padres, Yankees, Dodgers were your top five. Of those, uh, Braves and Dodgers are the only ones that exist in that top five. Your Rays were nine, they're two. I mean, this whole thing is like upside down. There's a ton of teams in the top 10 now that weren't even on the list. The Reds, the Marlins, the Orioles, the D-backs, the Rangers. I don't even want to give Total Dallas credit, but my God. I mean, the Rays, you kind of expected to be good, not this good. Not, I mean, the way they started was amazing. Braves, we knew would be good. Dodgers, sure. But legitimately, most of the teams in the top 10 in baseball right now weren't even on the radar. Now, does this mean that the, some of these teams are going to make deep playoff runs? I don't expect the Rangers, the D-backs, the Orioles, the Marlins, or the Reds to get to a league championship series. Now, Hold on. Let me finish. It's not because I'm hating. I'm definitely not hating. There's a progression that occurs in these teams. Right? A lot of these teams haven't been in the playoffs in years. Okay? A lot of these teams haven't been there. Think about that. The Astros lost 100 games how many years in a row? Three, four years in a row? Up until 2015. And then they made the playoffs as a wild card. They won that. They go up against the Royals. They lose, you know, whatever, but they got some seasoning. They got some experience being in a playoff hunt in the regular season, being in the playoffs in the postseason. They went out and added some veteran presence in that locker room. 2016 was a weird year, but then they turn right around in 2017 and win the World Series. Okay, yes, hold the cheating bullshit, whatever. Because quite honestly, I don't think that had a material effect on whether they won the World Series or not. They won the World Series on the road in, in L.A. The Dodgers hit like shit. In the ALCS, the Yankees couldn't fucking hit at home. They, they couldn't pitch on the road. So my point stands, yeah, they cheated. I don't think it had a material effect on the outcome of the World Series or the playoffs. But that said, I mean, that was the progression. So I say that to say Rangers, D-backs, Orioles, Marlins, and Reds, they're getting seasoning this year. Hopefully, some of those teams do make the playoffs and figure out how to make a charge down the stretch in the regular season, what it's like to play in the postseason. And then you'll see these teams make leaps over the next couple of years. Remember, we just saw it a couple of years ago with the Rays, a young Rays team, a young Braves team who were, oh man, these Brave teams are going to be good. And they looked like they were going to be good and missed the playoffs barely. And then they made the playoffs but didn't do shit. And then they went made a deeper run. And now all of a sudden they're in the World Series and lose. And then they're in the World Series and they win. 
it's a it's a process. So a lot of these teams are have begun that process. Unfortunately, the Astros are kind of coming to the end of their window. It happens. It happens. Braves are the Braves are what the Astros were a few years ago. Just stacked. Um so yeah, I think I think Dodgers and the Astros are two teams you might see starting to take some steps back. Um slowly but surely. Listen, people get old. It's hard to maintain excellence for that long. It's hard to. So there's your your top ten now. Braves one, Rays two, Rangers three. By the way, if you thought the Rangers were going away, I've been telling you for months. They ain't going away. I thought in April, okay. They just got off to a hot start. They'll fade. They're not fading. They're not going away. Now, you know, could they be caught? Sure. That's an experience thing. The Rangers are good. So, uh, Dodgers are four, D-backs five, uh, Orioles are six, Astros seven, Marlins eight, Reds nine, and Giants ten. And I got to tell you, the Rangers have to be the biggest surprise in baseball. And I know a lot of people want to say the Reds are a huge surprise, and they are, uh, as are the Marlins. But, man, the Rangers have just been amazing so far this year. Uh, the Madhawk Show said, do you think Ellie De La Cruz will have a long career or fizzle early? You know what? That's a really good question, Madhawk. I really think that, um, like with most young phenoms, what's going to matter is what they put around him, right? Like, I know they just had another call-up in the last day or two, another hot prospect, and they're, they're stacked with young prospects. But I'll use the Astros as an example, but you can also use kind of the Braves as an example. But most of these teams that have a young stud like Ellie De La Cruz equals Daryl Strawberry. I think you're just saying that based off of body type. But he's ridiculous. But I think what is going to matter, and I think his career is going to be determined by the vets that they put around him. I think. So Joey Votto is still in Cincy, right? Is Joey Votto still out there? I don't even remember. I think he is. Uh, death jar. Yes. So Joey Votto's the DH. His career is winding down. But I think what's going to matter for Ellie De La Cruz and a lot of these young cats that the Reds are bringing up, what kind of veteran presence do they go out and put around him and some of these other young guys? He's got to have good veterans that they add to this team that not just teach him how to win, but how to be a superstar. I mean, again, I'll use the Astros as an example. They went out and got Brian McCann and Carlos Beltran to do just that for a young Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa and an Alex Bregman. And those guys, along with a Justin Verlander coming in, who who was able to teach the pitching staff, how does a ace veteran handle himself on a day-to-day basis? Well, Dallas Keiko and Lance McCullers got to learn that from him. You know what I mean? Garrett Cole came in and taught the same thing. So it's it's a matter of, is Ellie De La Cruz have the skill set to be a superstar for his career? Absolutely. But the Reds are going to have to add some veterans, right? The Braves had Freddie Freeman that was able to do that and a few other cats on that team that they surrounded their uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. and some of those young guys with. 
They also had outstanding pitching, and I think the Raves are going to have to get like a bona fide stud ace. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's all going to matter. Otherwise, you know what it is? Ellie De La Cruz might as well go play for the Pirates. Because you look at, uh, what's his name, Brian? Uh, shit, why can't I remember his last name? Ah, what's his name? What's old boy? What's old boy out in uh, Brian? Why am I blanking on his damn? I'll pull up the Pirates right now. Um, Reynolds. I mean, he's got nothing around him. I'm looking at this depth chart for the Pirates right now. Carlos Santana's the best they could do. Indy Rodriguez. I mean, this is just bleh. And I get it, Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, but that's the old Andrew McCutcheon. I mean, that's old Andrew McCutcheon, not the old Andrew McCutcheon. Although he did turn it on the last couple of years. He had a fire year last year. How's he doing this year? 267, 10, 28. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> he had a resurgence 2021. Yeah. But I mean, this is a guy whose war was consistently in the five, six, seven, and eight range when he was in his prime with the with the Pirates. And again, same thing as Brian Reynolds. They did nothing. They put nothing around him. It was Andrew McCutcheon's and and now it's Brian Reynolds and what the Reds can't afford to do is it to be Ellie De La Cruz and an age aging or hell even retired Joey Votto. So they're gonna have to go out and get some guys. So. Uh, I hope that answers your question, but yeah, the kids is the kids is stud, absolute stud. How about Vladdy Jr. and Senior uh, only father son duo to win the home run derby? Yeah, which look that's that's cool and all, but there's just not a lot of father and sons that you know one have played in the home run derby era, and two were both good enough to do that. So it's it's yeah, very much an anomaly. Total Dallas had Trout, Otani, and well, I mean, look, you're talking about one and two. If you're ranking the best players in the world, that's one and two. You should be better. The problem with them has been pitching. As they're like, eh, you know, we'll, we'll get some patchwork, band-aid. Oh, fingers crossed this guy can be an ace again types. Hadn't worked out. You got to go out and get bona fide studs. Or you have to draft and develop bona fide studs. So I don't, I don't necessarily, you know. That's the same thing, though. You're right. It's it. That's the Angels have done the same thing that the Pirates did, and that you know, hopefully the Reds don't do to Ellie De La Cruz. So yes, thanks, Stephen. Another guy. Uh, let's see. Strawberry carried a straw in his back pocket for, you know, no, he didn't. Um, Gosling. What? No, not Ryan Gosling. Truck driver Pookie. What's up, man? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here, truck driver Pookie. All right, so I know Shockadopoulos is not here, but Shock's got to be thrilled about his Orioles. Uh, I know Total Dallas is over the moon about his Rangers. He has been talking shit to Astros fans on our Discord and in this chat all year, and it has not come back to bite him once. Good for him. Um, Diamondbacks are interesting. Diamondbacks are real interesting. Uh, Astros hanging in there, but I just, they got to make some moves at the deadline. Don't give me that Otani bullshit. What is all, let's see, let's see, uh, trade. Let's see. MLB trade. 
Let's see. MLB potential. I want to see a list. Potential MLB trade. How would I Google that? Why, why am I having a blank right now? It's been so long since I've looked at sports because of my the bullshit in the fam. Um, trade options. Let's see. Uh, here we go. MLB trade candidates. That was the name I was looking for. Candidate or the word I was looking for. There we go. So CBS has a list. Uh, let's go put this on screen for you guys to look at with me. And then you guys can start like you know, getting boners over who you want. Even the ladies. Yes, I mean, even the ladies. Otani, OBS. OBS. <coughs> see, I want to go see Barbie, but I'll be out of town opening day. Really? You think that's going to be good? I don't know. Alex Villanueva said downtown Dana Brown needs to start moving on trades. Ah, uh, yeah, but here's the deal Dana Brown is a development guy. You know what I mean? Like, he put that that Braves team that you saw on this list, that team that you see at number two and over there at number one, and everybody's shitting on Dana Brown. Man, he's stuck. He's the, the scout that went out and found all that talent. So let's calm down and let the man work. He's just getting into it. We got a long way to go before we determine if Dana Brown sucks or not. Just FYI. Get off the man's back. Give us some slack. Shit. All right, so we know uh, Otani is number one on that list. <sighs> Why is this? What the fuck is Get off my screen. Uh, Lucas Giolito. Okay, yeah, Giolito. Uh, a, a starter for the White Sox. Um, Shane Bieber, another, another arm. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, another arm from Detroit. Dylan Cease. White Sox are having a fire sale. And that's amazing to me because the White Sox, with as much talent as they're looking to trade... And that they've already let go. Abreu, gone. And now you look at that. You look at Giolito's second best uh, name on this list. Um, Dylan Cease at five and Anderson at six. And <laughs> Yasmani Grandal at seven. Where's Where's Yohan Moncada? He's got to be on here, right? Is Moncada top 10? Uh, no, doesn't look like it. No, top 20. I guess they're not going to trade Moncada. Maybe they can't get shit for him because he did like shit to bed there for a second. But uh, yeah. So let's see if the Reds are serious, if the Rangers are serious, if the Marlins are serious, which, I mean, a lot of these teams could use an ace. Uh, let's see, where's this? <coughs> there was a list here. Uh, and there it goes. Diamondbacks need starting pitching. Orioles need a strategy for trades. Um, Marlins needs pitching. Reds just need stars. So, I mean, a lot of these arms could be on the move. But, I mean, you know, what are the Reds going to do? What are, the, what are some of these teams that you saw on that list going to do? Where the hell is my... There we go. So, you've got a ton of arms hitting the market thanks to the White Sox. Um, you've got a shortstop in Tim Anderson. Uh, Yasmani Grandal is a catcher. Uh, Jock Peterson of the Giants, which is kind of interesting that they were going to move on from him, but J.D. Davis. Uh, Alex Cobb. I'm surprised the Giants are sellers. What, what, what am I missing? 
That's interesting. Um, Lance Lynn, another White Sox. Alex Lang, a Tiger. Yeah, Tigers are having a sale. Uh, Alexis Diaz. Mm, that's interesting. What we wrote about Lang about applies to Diaz. He's been dominant since getting the call last year. Um, Reds will probably keep him, but he seems like the rare reliever. So there you go. Uh, Aroldis Chapman of the Royals. Joe Kelly. Boo that man. Tyler O'Neill, outfielder from the Cardinals. Seth Brown, outfielder, first baseman. Uh, Randall Grichuk, outfielder of the Rockies. I wouldn't touch any Rockies. Their numbers are always inflated. It's always scary. Nick Senzel. <sighs> Brent Rooker. So, I mean, look, the names don't get sexy very long. It's going to be slim pickings. There's going to be probably, what, five, five top ten, maybe? Mm, not even. Looks about top five. I'd go to seven. So top seven names are sexy. So does your team need those? Um, Astros ain't adding a catcher. I mean, they did add Vasquez down the stretch. Uh, they're not adding a shortstop. But I, I could see the Astros making a run at one of these arms right here. Dylan Cease, Rodriguez, Bieber, Giolito. Um, and then it'll be Otani. Dodgers, Mets, and Padres is what they're saying for, ah, the Padres ain't doing that. Although, they've got the superstars to make the move. I mean, the Dodgers do too, and so do the Mets. You know what I mean? Like the Mets could, would say, oh, yeah, no worries, Angels. We'll ship you. Well, Verlander and whatever else you want. I don't know. I can see the Dodgers doing that more than anything. Alex Villanueva said, bring JV home. He might be on the trading block. He might want to come home, to be honest with you. And I think they would love that. And honestly, I think you bring JV back, and I bet he picks up right where he left off. I'm just saying. Uh, Maddox said, Dodgers or Padres? Um, Don't sleep on the Mets, though. Steve Cohen is spending money. He don't give a shit. He's all in. As bad as they're losing, he's still all in. Um, I mean, the Mets would, but they have a lot to trade with all the money they spend. It's just that the Dodgers have, I think the Dodgers have the ace, the, they have the pitching, they have the superstars and they have the, the, um, minor league depth to make that deal. So they're just going to have to work with their crosstown rival. I hear the giants may be in on Otani and you know what? Uh, Potch. That's a really good point, too. That makes some sense. I, I mean, those kinds of markets make a lot of sense for Otani, right? San Francisco is a very big Asian population. Seattle, another team or, or another city with a large Asian population. Um, so from a marketing perspective, from a, from a butts and seats perspective, absolutely it makes a lot of sense. Does it make sense from a baseball perspective? I mean, they're in the running. Do they have enough, though? Do the Angels, I mean, do the Giants have enough talent that the Angels are willing to accept? I don't even know what their draft stock looks like. But like I said, I stand by this. I think it's going to take at least one superstar um, and maybe, uh, you know, another mid player. Um, at least one prospect, if not two. And some draft picks just to rent Otani. I do. That's just, that's what I think. And you know what? 
I'd stand by that. I'd absolutely stand by that. <laughs> Jared Taylor, that's funny. Uh, give up the team for Otani or go get Joe Kelly for cheap. Which would make Astros Twitter go berserk? Both. Actually, you know what? I feel like, and by the way, Astros Twitter. What a stupid fucking thing. Just in, just in general. I'm part of Astros Twitter. No, you're not. You're on Twitter and you talk about the Astros. Astros Twitter is the most overrated bullshit I've ever seen. And most of those fucking people don't know shit about baseball. Now, present company excluded. But I look at some of their tweets. I'm like, oh, my God. You are only in this because you're an attention whore. That's it. You're not sports fans. They're not. Rumors are two top prospects and two major leaguers. Well, there you go. To start. Exactly, Tony. And that's my whole ass point. That is my whole ass point. Nope, that was the wrong one. Astros Twitter started in 2017. Exactly. Stupid. What's up, H.L. Houdini? Freaks come out at night. Freaks come out at night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know why that's that's come up a couple times now. I just want to know why the Mets are favored tonight. Are they really? Jesus. How? Bro, the Mets are so bad. I don't, I don't know how. I mean, the Mets, the Mets might be the most snake bitten team. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Just the, the, the history of that franchise, right? I mean, yeah, there was the Miracle Mets. Don't get me wrong. But when you look back at some of those teams with Doc and Daryl and geez, and now this, Steve Cohen comes in, opens up the checkbook, and it just it's an, it's an abject failure. Just absolute failure. I want to see what is there. All the talent on that team. Let's see New York. New York. They're playing the White Sox. Oh, that's why they're favored. Because <laughs> the White Sox might be the only team worse with with more talent. The White Sox just as much talent as the Mets. I mean, I just showed you a list of trade candidates. They might have called that. They should have just called that the Otani and all the White Sox candidate list. And Tigers. I mean, that's literally what that list was. It was Otani and a bunch of White Sox and Tigers. It's crazy. And Giants. At the end. <coughs> um, wow. Mets are 43 and 50. With a depth chart that includes Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Carlos Carrasco, Jose Quintana. All, by the way, really good. I mean, uh, Kodai Singa is good, too. Um, Pete Alonzo, Francisco Lindor, Tommy Pham, Starling Marte. Jeez, oh, geez. how are you this bad? <clears throat> David Roberts, I just, Edwin Diaz got hurt. But you ain't going to tell me Edwin Diaz was the difference between the Mets being 50 and 43 and 43 and 50. Although, pretty good. I remember though everybody was like the World Baseball Classic. It's just a closer. The Mets will be fine. Let's see. Let's see how many saves Dave David Robertson has. He's got a 196 ERA, 12 saves. That's through 93 games. <coughs> Excuse me. Edwin Diaz last year. 32 saves in 61 games. 
So every other game, he was getting a save. And he did that two years in a row. He's been a close, they're close, well, uh, barring the injury or the 2020 year. But yeah, 32 saves in, in, in 2021 in 63 games and then 32 in 61. So two to one ratio. So that would stand to reason that if he was getting uh, whistle britches, um, Robertson, he's pitched in 37 games and he's got 12 saves. That's a three to one ratio. Okay, maybe that would mean 18 saves as opposed to 12. Now, how much do you blame on? How many blown saves does he have? Let's see. Robinson has a lot. He's got three blown saves. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay, that doesn't hold up. Yeah, three blown saves. Who else has? Uh, who, let's see. Who all on the Mets is getting saves? I mean, I'm not trying to say that the reason the Mets suck is because they lost Edwin Diaz, but you got to admit. It matters. They'd be. They'd definitely have a few more wins uh, based on the number of blown saves. Let's see. Pitching. ERA. Saves. Oh, they don't have blown saves on here. Shit. Shut. Adam Adovino's got six saves. How many blown saves does he have? Just humor me for a second. Uh, he has blown one save. So that's four blown saves. Uh, okay. Maybe not enough, but that just brings them to 500. So whatevs. Um, <laughs> Amos said, if we can have black Twitter, they can have Astros Twitter. Leave them alone. You know what the difference is, Amos, between black Twitter and Astros Twitter is no one jumped on the black Twitter bandwagon. You're either black and you're on Twitter or you're not one of the two. Right? You're either black and you tweet and you're just de facto in black Twitter or you're not. You're either black and you don't tweet or you're on Twitter and you're not black. But the difference between black Twitter and Astros Twitter is that fucking no one gave a shit about the Astros before 2017 on Twitter. Because I'm going to tell you right now. You know what? I'll make you a deal, Amos. I bet you can go find me one person from Black Twitter and we'll go through their timeline and I bet you they were talking about being black the whole time they were on Twitter. But you find some of these bandwagon-ass fans, how much they love the Astros. I love the Astros so much. Oh my God, my Astros. I live and breathe Astros. There's one. I won't name names. But there's one chick that's on Astros Twitter who's a fucking, she was a Red Sox fan in 2015. Fucking spare me, okay? Spare me the book. Did I, did I take time out of my day to go research it? Yes, I did. Why? I don't know. I have no life. And I'm petty as fuck. And I just was like, all right, I'm sick of these bandwagon bitches acting like, and, and I use the term bitches. I don't mean ladies. Just y'all know bitch is my favorite word. Dudes are bitches too. I'm saying bandwagon bitches in general. There's dudes. I mean, I love the Astros. Yeah. Well, let's fucking, let's just hop on real quick on your Twitter. We'll just pick somebody. You know what? Somebody send me a fucking Astros Twitter name that you suspect is a bandwagon. And we'll see right now if they are or not. How do you go? How, how do you even fucking find who's on Astros Twitter? How do you even find that? 
I mean, I know it's like a, a half of them are like, my name is Sally and I am a lifelong Astros fan since 2017. I have all the juries, jerseys and like, oh my God, I love Kyle Trucker and I like uh, Jordan uh, uh, Alvin Rez and um, my favorite all-time Astro is gotta be uh, Craig Bagwell. I mean, I just love Craig Bagwell. He was the best um, middle baseman ever. Okay, fuck off. What is truck driver Pookie saying? CC <laughs> said Queen be surprised. We ain't looking that up. Mark said, is it Julie Aiken? I'm pretty sure it's the girl's name I dated for a year. I mean, we can look her up. <coughs> I don't give a shit. Who <coughs> Danny said, I'm a Red Sox fan and it's painful. Yes. Total Dallas said Jeff Biggio was way better. <gasps> How dare you? No way. I loved Craig Bagwell. He's got a cute little butt. I'm, Jesus Christ. Uh, Chuck Driver Pookie said, I got my first Astros tattoo in TDC in 2009. Don't hate. Yeah. They just use a big pin. But he had to blow three guys to get it, so. Isn't it, isn't Julie the one who picked up Todd and killed him? Oh my God, is that her? Could be. Yeah, these are all the ones that are like, I can't believe they're going to trade Jake Marisnik. His hair is so nice. Like, oh, for fuck's sake, Astros Twitter. Shut the fuck up. Here, you know what? We're just going to go to Twitter. That's random. Random. And I'm going to type in Astros. We're going to do, we'll do it live. We're going to do this live. We're going to out an Astros fan live. I think her Twitter was name is Super Peaches for some shit. What the fuck? Yeah, Pookie's out here blowing dudes for an Astros tattoo. That's a fan. That's a fan. Yeah. How many balls have you juggled for a star total Dallas for a tattoo of a star? Huh? Call yourself a Cowboys fan. Whatever. How many left-handed Canadian reach-arounds? Is that what Lance Sirline said? There's only like three people in this chat that are going to get that reference. You would have to have been a 1560p1 along with me and Tony, the handsome. Uh, my God. Oh, Double Rods might have got that reference too. Double Rods, that's an old 1560 reference. Playoff Biggie out. <laughs> left-handed Canadian reach-around was something Lance Sirline said on the radio. Back in the 1560 days, one of the funniest things I'd ever heard. I was like, I'm not falling for that old left-handed Canadian reach around. I was like, what the fuck? That's hilarious. Um, I took her to a Red Sox Astros game in 2013 right behind their base. She wore Red Sox gear. Now she's all Astros. That's, I love it, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. All right, here we go. Let's out some bitches. And again, by bitches, I mean people. It's not gender specific. For me, in my life, bitch is a very gender neutral term. We're all bitches. Well, y'all are all bitches. Uh, Behanna said, before my time, started listening to you in 2016. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Can we take a moment of silence for the man that got eaten by the tarp at Cincy last night? <laughs> That's funny. At first, I was like, a fish? Like a tarp? What? 
and then I now I get it. I feel like this is McCarthyism. No, it's not. Look at this communist bullshit. Okay. And that, that, that. Okay. What does it even say? Come chat with the original Mon and I on the Juice Box Banter Show. Okay, let's just find some Astros. I just put in Astros in the search. Uh, we can do people. Here we go. Um, let's just let's just. It's gonna be somebody that's like, oh my god, I'm so bored without the Astros. Uh, that Astros girl screams Astros Twitter. Yeah, but I don't. Uh, what is this? Hooks host mom. Oh, she hosts uh players. Interesting. Hmm. Now, see, that's Ryan Stanick. We well, we need what we need is we need to go to Astros Twitter. Uh, or like somebody like Astros Girl or Apollo or Kobos. Oh my God, I love going to Kobos. Kobos and the Astros. Hey, what's up, Fornall? <laughs> Not saying that out loud, underscore. I'm going to start Rangers threats. No one gives a shit. TD is an Astros Twitter as Total Houston. <laughs> That's funny. Um... <laughs> oh, Houdini, that's so funny. You probably won't see anything. The Astros fans are now Braves fans. Facts! But I feel like if we go to her Twitter and then we find some of her followers and fans and friends and all that, we're definitely going to find... Uh, let's see. Uh... <sighs> fan 409 you guys feel like that's one? Let's just do a quick, uh, let's do a quick search. Who is this? Okay. Okay. Come and take it. Join to April 2022. Well, that's, that's not long enough ago. I'm telling you. Um, I wish I could find the one. A lot of this is just like, okay. You know, that's the, my, I think my biggest problem with Astros Twitter is how thirsty everybody is. That's how it's how thirsty. That is true. Kobo's media uh, is, is amazing. My favorite though is the brisket Matt Quesadillas. Oh my god, you gots to, gots to. Oh, Chandler Rome's a good one to find fake ass Astro Twitter people on. Uh, let's see. I can't believe they're doing this. Javier will be fine. I can't. I don't know now. You know what? How about this? How about we just use the goddamn hashtag? Hey, Mark. We'll see you, buddy. Thanks for hanging out, pimp. Hey, there we go. Mildly spicy gin. Fist fam. Astros Attic. Graphic designer. Theater kit. No MAGA. Ally to all. PLM. Shop. Uh, Holy Toledo Tees. Screams bandwagon. Uh, fastball. Uh, talking strolls. Come on. Come on. 
hot lunch. I know there's one here. Buzzer tits. I mean, I'm a fan just because buzzer tits is funny. Buzzer tits is amazing. Oh. Oh. Abby Elizabeth. December 2010. Fighting Tex Ags, I Bleed Maroon, Ride or Die Astros fan. All right, Abby, I don't want you to take this personal, Abby. But we're gonna we're gonna just hey, what's up, Crystal? Good to see you, sweetie. How do we even get here, Potch? Is this your first day on the fucking show, Potch? What do you mean? How do we get here? Hello. If I ever change the name of the show from Barry on Deck, we're gonna change it to Barry on Rabbit Holes because that's how the fuck this happens. What's up, Joe Pro? Good to see you, buddy. E three said shot time. No, I have to go out and uh. Pressure wash the driveway. And this shit will be all crooked and shit. All right, here we go. Um, let's see. I'm going to duplicate this tab. We're just going to do this just as a... Uh, just as a berry on rabbit holes is accurate. <coughs> Thank you. Abby about to be private-eyed. <laughs> Dre, he's scared. Who's scared? Total Dallas, do you, are you going to join me at Astros game next week? Yeah, Total Dallas, what's up, punk-ass bitch? Are you going to the game or not? You punk ass punk. Sounds scared to me. Barry on rabbit holes would probably get banned. Mm, probably. Change the name to Barry off Adderall. Well done. Well done indeed. Total Dallas is a scare punk biatch. <coughs> All right. Um, let's see. Astros. And then what we do is we go into the advanced search feature and we type all of these words, Astros. And then we say by this person, Aggie Abby 06. Any of these words, none of these words, these hashtags, accounts from these accounts. All right, show you what I'm doing here. This is how you do this. Hey, what's up? Robert likes beer. <laughs> Barry on what the fuck is this shit? I don't cuss like that. How dare you, sir? Um, Total Dallas said only Wednesday is possible. Damn it. Oh, hell, the king. All right, so here's what you do. You go to Twitter, and when you do a search, here, I'll duplicate and show you what I did. Um, you do a search for, like, Astros. Well, once you do a search, you can come over here, this little thingy, and then you say advanced search. And then you can do keywords and phrases. So what I'm doing is Astros, word Astros from Aggie Baby 06, and you hit search. Let's see, replies, uh, include replies in the original tweet, only show replies. Links, include tweets with links. You can do engagement. <sighs> um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start off and see is there anything prior to uh, when they win the World Series, October 2017? Starting in October, actually, because 2015, they made the playoffs. So I say, in order to not be considered a bandwagon fan, you got to be at least rocking with them since 2014. So let's go from December 2014 and earlier. From, oh, wait, no, we want, yeah, we'll do January of, well, how old is Twitter? 2006? Okay. 
to December 2014. How many Astros references? <gasps> My girl. Oh, that's 2022. Well, what the fuck? I thought she had all kind of. Huh. I'll be damned. I, I thought she had all. Hmm. 2022, 2022, 2022, 2022, 2018. I say. Ah, uh, she got a Tony Kemp shirt, so there is that. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's what I do in my spare time because I'm bored and I'm petty and a hater. Um, but I am impressed that she was tweeting about them in 2018. All right, that is it. This is, that's enough tomfoolery and good times. Um, again, I say Astro's Twitter is fucking stupid. Uh, <coughs> Kimpin ain't easy. All right, y'all, we got to get the hell out of here. Oh my God. It was so good to be back. Uh, once again, thank you one and all for the return. Thank you for the hype train. Thank you for the support while I was gone, for your calls and your messages and your prayers. Um, thank you for um, the continued support even when I wasn't providing a product for you. You guys were still there and you came back and I appreciate you. And I love you. I love all of you to death except for like three of you know hey thank you guys so much man <laughs> it was very good to be back damn it I didn't do the shoe check for Uriel Villanueva hold on a damn minute I said you guys were gonna say I was a racist cause I wore these shit am I even allowed to wear Yeezys anymore I mean after the whole anti-semitic rant I don't know if I'm allowed I don't know if I'm allowed Houdini said, just call us out, jeez. I, uh, there you go. I'm sorry. I almost didn't do the shoe check. That's my bad. All right. Now we're doing it. Thank you, Dr. Drown290. I appreciate you, buddy. Um, yeah, I know. Tall Dallas says last show. Stop the presses for the shoes. I mean, I own Uriel a shoe check. Uh, that was like 55 minutes ago. By the way, Norris, like, I wore these shoes on stage the other day. She was like, those are the ugliest shoes. I was like, do you know how comfortable these are? Also, these are fire-ass shoes. Thank you, John Dory. Thank you, uh, D-Mata. Getting a lottery pool, Barry. Oh, I do need to. Pops keeps saying, raid Jim on sports. Is there another? I mean, I love Jim. Don't get me wrong. And I will. But I, you guys know I'm trying to do the growth thing. Everybody here knows Jim and Jim knows everybody. So keep that in mind. I'll rate him today. We're back. I just don't want to be rating Jim every day. I'm trying to get trying to grow. And rate that don't don't take it the wrong way, but rating Jim doesn't help grow the show. It helps grow his show. Doesn't help grow this show. So just long term, I want to find some people that I don't know and that don't know us that we rate. That's the ultimate goal. Even the people that I rate all the time, like uh, our pals over at, uh, uh, what's his name? Shit. Who's on our own? The 
jam the guy. Nonetheless. All right, we'll rate Jim. Do it. We gotta get some growth. This is not happening as of late. That's the question for White Twitch. <laughs> Thank you, John Dory. Uh, tilts. Yes, forensic tilts. Thank you. God damn it. You got everything on there. Thank you. Man. All right. Man, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Oh, oh. well, Pops, we'll do it tomorrow. I don't mind. Like, like I said, I, no, save that for tomorrow. We'll do Gold Boys Network tomorrow. We're going to raid Jim. Jim is my dude, my, my guy. But just, I don't mind doing it once or twice a week. I just want to make sure that we're raiding some other people that are like, oh, especially, spoiler alert, especially like celebrities that aren't too like, overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like when we raided 100 Pence. Or, um, what's up, Ed Reed? Wasn't he DJing? Shit like that. You know, a little something, something. It helps. All right. We're going to raise Jim on sports. I love you guys. It's so good to be back. It's so good to have you back. Um, I appreciate all of you. I will see you tomorrow. Until I do, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. Here goes the raid. Come on. Can we get to how many we got? Can we get to 20? Damn. 11? Come on. 13. Come on. 15. Y'all, come on. We can get to 20. We can get to 20. I feel it in my bones. Click the yes. Click. You got to click yes on the raid thing. Look right here. Look. It says, uh, uh-oh. What is that? There's, and don't you have to agree to the raid or some shit like that? I thought you did. Maybe not. All right. 12 will do. All right, enjoy the raid. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Eddie's making a YouTube video.